Yo, what's up, everybody? Xbox Ultimate Podcast, episode number 116 is live. And yes, we do have audio, unlike the start of last night's PM and the PM episode. I went and double and triple checked everything to make sure we were good to go. So uh, thanks to the chat and everybody for being here. Uh, lots of awesome people already in the chat hanging out. You guys all freaking rock. And we even got a $5 super chat before we're live from John TJ. Uh, appreciate you. John TJ says, hi, guys. Hello. How are you doing, sir? Thanks for being here. And thanks for all the support. Um, man, uh, what a what a great looking group of guys here. We got here for Xbox Ultimate on this panel. All all we're all smoothed out and everything as well. You know, uh, hey, uh, we'll get we'll get to the, the intros here in, in a second. But uh, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, those who are here uh, nice and early for the show. What's up to Fifth Horseman. RSJ fan, Alvin, Tony Grasso, Wilfrey Rosario. How's it going? Um, Nick's, what up, what up? Andrew Colonane, Deathlord Strong, Decado. Depka, how's it going to you, sir? As well, Outbreak Podcast, Dave, what up, man? How's, how's it going with you as well? Uh, Rel's there, Truth Serum. Yo, what's, what's up, everybody? Uh, hope everybody's having a great day. Um, so, yeah, let's say hello to the panel here because we got a lot to talk about and uh, it's going to be fun. We're going to dive into 2023 a little bit uh, and talk about some of these other games we've been playing this week. Uh, we'll start with Fuzz. Um, Fuzz, you've had uh, an interesting couple days, uh, <laughs> but how's it been going? It's been going pretty good, you know, other than a, a few crashes here and there and not crashes in within the game. The game just crashed by Xbox. <laughs> Uh, Need for Speed Unbound. It, with the exception of the crashes, it's been pretty fun, but I got to get something figured out and, yeah. and get this, uh, see if they can either patch it just for my console or something, which is... Yeah. That, that, can you release a fuzzy patch? You're just fuzzy. Because <laughs> like, I, I know that there's like offshoots of little problems here and there, but like for the most yeah. part, like it, it's not, it doesn't seem like it's a widespread thing that's, you no. know, that you're dealing with. So... It sucks when you have a problem that affects like just you, because it's like, how yeah. do you expect a, a fix for that? It's like, um, and you, you, like you said, you can't even submit a bug report because their website won't let you. It's it's weird, man. So, um, yeah. but other than that, um, glad you're here, Fuzz. As always, appreciate you, bro. Mm -hmm. Um, we got another guy back this week as well because we were off last week, and I think, um, Psycho, you were you were gone for Monday's show as well. And I think you were already gone for the week before that as well, dude. So it's been a while, man. How are you doing, Psycho? It's great to be back. Happy fucking Friday, everybody. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, went to Thanksgiving out in North uh, Carolina. Spent, spent some time with uh, family and right had a great time. And Now I'm back and uh, yeah, just been playing uh, some PS5. Yeah, you got a PS5 now. Even catch, yeah. Catch, playing catch-up a little bit. Well, I had a PS4, so now I yeah. get to... You get to play the remasters and the director's cuts? <laughs> exactly. I have, <laughs> I have two director's cuts. I have a remastered uh, and... Um, uh, what is that? Uh, Uncharted. That you no, not Uncharted. That's the remaster. Ghost of Tsushima? No, that's Death, the director's Death cut. Death Stranding? Far Cry Six. Oh, Far Cry. Okay, yeah. yeah right on. So, I got that. So that's what I got to play. And nice. I love Ghost of Tsushima is my game of the year from 2019. Uh, it should have won. Uh, it got snubbed. 
Um, yeah, but I won't go there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was addicted. I, I played 36 hours straight the last time I played Ghost of Tsushima. So um, yeah, it's a fantastic game. Uh, I can't wait till to see what they do in the future with that franchise. Uh, it's this one I think they'll probably keep going for sure because I think that Sucker Punch is the biggest hit. Um, yeah. Jasper, the realist, yep. um, Marvel Snap enthusiast, the Midnight Suns streamer now as well. Um, how, how are you liking that game? How's it been going, dude? Uh, I'm liking Midnight Suns better than I thought it would. I think I got like 15 hours into it now. So uh, I got a decent weight through it, I think. Um, I've been playing that. I played a couple hours of Callisto this morning. Play Call of Duty. I got one gun left to get gold, and then I got all my guns gold. And Overwatch and Overwatch Season Two starts next week. So nice. I've been all over the place with games. Yeah. Did you say? Did you? I I don't know if you mentioned Callisto. Did you mention Callisto? I did. Yeah. And how, you started it? Or you, yeah. Okay. So how I'm far? Like two and a half, three hours in. Okay. You have you had any like frame issues or anything like that? No, I've it? been playing on performance mode, so all right. that all that crap that they were bitching about on Twitter, I don't get anyway. So is it's it, like, oh, uh, that's <laughs> only in the regular in the like fidelity mode. Yeah, the mirror reflection you only get that in quality mode anyway. So like, I don't care. I wouldn't get it anyway. It's ray tracing stuff. So right. Oh wow. So people that are bitching are bitching about a thirty frames mode. Yeah. Okay. They love well. their filmic games. <laughs> okay, that's I guess. You know, I I mean so a lot of people do. You know, I can't I can't judge what people like, but it's I, it is, I can. <laughs> um then we got the horseman uh from Minnesota. <laughs> what's, up? Yeah. what's up? What's up, Pong? How's your throat, bro? Uh doing much better today. Thank nice. you very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh spent a lot of time uh Eating halls and uh, lots of warm tea. So, yeah. uh, but uh, no, I'm feeling better today. Uh, for That's sure. good. Well, actually, my throat is. I was feeling fine. It was just my throat wasn't cooperating with the rest of me. But uh, everybody, it's Friday. And uh, got to say, you're looking at the uh, newest Marvel super fan right here, thanks to Midnight Sun. So. <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, really? <laughs> yes. Well, no. I'm not going to go watch all the movies. I'm not going to go watch the movies. Can we have an MCU marathon, Pog? Let's go. Me and you. Let's do it. Was that like fucking like 50 hours at that point? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Dude, at Disney Disney Plus has like a party mode. I, you know, we can watch stuff together. Let's go. No, No. that's not going to happen. But I will say as not a Marvel fan, Midnight Suns uh, has done everything right. Even better than what I thought it was going to be. Um, from Firaxis, of course, which again, uh, we talked about many times, Mav. We yeah. were on the train, then we were off the train back on. And again, I said, I trusted Firaxis to come through and boy, did they deliver. Um, I don't know as far as the complaints go, they're valid in some ways, but the overall game is just fantastic. It's exactly what I was hoping for in the story is better than what I was hoping for. The writing is better than I could have ever hoped for. Sure. Could they have done something with more with the animations? Yeah, they could have. Are there little details like when it's raining outside, your characters don't see a single drop on them? Yeah, that could be better too. Lip syncing? Sure. Absolutely could have been better. Um, Acting overall, I think is really good. 
Uh, you know, I know, Mav, you talked about it and some people in your chat when you were streaming didn't like Tony Stark uh, actor. I can see why uh, you guys don't like him per se. But again, how much is he in it? How much is he actually talking? Like, it's not like that big a deal to yeah. me. Um, I like the lines he has. It's I feel like all these yeah. characters you know? fit more than they did in the Avengers game. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Completely 100%. Um, so no, I'm having an absolute blast. The legendary, um, uh, outfits that I got with the legendary edition is, are awesome. Uh, I got to get rid of Miss Marvel's absolutely horrible (laughs) modern haircut, which is one of the reasons why I can't stand her in the first place. Um, and now that she's got a normal haircut and a new outfit, I actually am liking her and she's super powerful in combat. So I'm actually upping my friendship with her, which I did not think I was going to do. Um, so yeah, no, having a blast with Midnight Suns. This is a great game. Folks. The only problem I had with it was it was a little slow at the start. Like, yeah, it was like two hours, a lot of season, cuts probably scenes, like yeah. three missions. But yeah, like once I'm like maybe five hours in, like I can just do missions whenever I want now. It's like do missions whenever you want yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And I, I took it because I took the to heart when they started talking more and more closer to launch about it being an RPG. So I went into it kind of expecting that. So mm-hmm. like I went roaming the Abbey for like my first hour. Like I didn't care. Like I just yeah. was finding stuff way ahead of time, um, way ahead of the curve. Like I was finding all the ingredients and all sorts of stuff and all the secrets um but that even opens up even more so there's yeah. little nitpicky things i could go through but again as a game from fur axis xcom uh still being mainly a tactics rpg a strategy rpg i can't complain and the battles i'm loving the smaller marinas yeah. i'm loving the strategy it actually had me move up to heroic one uh from normal and Definitely bumps up the difficulty. I've been getting used to getting one stars now instead of three stars like I was yeah. on normal. So <laughs> right. um, I was, you know, again, it, but it makes sense with your par- you know, characters that they power up and you uh, enhance your cards and all that kind of stuff. It's well done that way. And the strategy while you're in battle, fantastic. Again, trying to prepare and plan out the cards on top of moving your characters, on top of being able to use uh, some of the environment uh, that I still you know forget about sometimes. All of that. Uh, again, it's a learning curve, but I'm loving this game so. It far. just Great keeps game. getting more in depth too. Like yes. you just start like yes. every like couple levels, I just get like some new ability. Like yeah, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, it's like what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> and like, the devs said that it will go all the way through to the end. You're going yeah. to be finding new abilities all the way, like end game abilities. You won't get until like close to the very end. So. Um, no, loving absolutely every minute of it. Sure, the currency in it, earning the, uh, what is it called, glint, um, to buy, like, literally everything. If you want to put up artwork, you have to spend money. ACG was yeah, not wrong about, about that. that. <laughs> I don't care about that stuff. Like, I, like it doesn't bother me in the least. So, uh, no, fantastic game. If anybody's been on the fence, go get it. Uh, highly recommend that game 100%. I'm addicted. So, yeah, that's awesome, yeah. man. I, I feel like... This may be the kind of strategy game because it is tied to Marvel IP and it does have that uh, the card system, which we kind of balked at at first when we found that out. Um, I feel like in a way this game could potentially welcome a a new audience into tactics games. The thing is, though, you can it can be really simple or like once you get later on, you can make it in depth as you want. Like I can like mod cards and like add new effects and stuff like with currencies and stuff. It's like I can make it really in depth or I can just go in with basic cards on easy difficulty. Yeah. 
And, and people can stick on normal. Yeah. And I think you're right, Mav. I, I, again, when we talked about this, we knew what they were doing and they kind of, you know, hinted at it that they wanted to bring a wider audience in, that they didn't want to go full XCOM. But like Jasper just pointed out, it gets further you get along, hell, yeah. if you want to and you want to move up in those those levels of difficulty, you do have to do that stuff. But if you want to stay on normal and just play through it, casuals can jump right into this and have no problem whatsoever. Like yeah. literally. So they did a great job with this game. For Axis, again, masters at what they do. Love it. Love it, yeah. love it, love it. And it's the, getting the stories. Yeah, that got, that's what crazy. I was saying. Like the like you said, the story is better yes. than I anticipated. Because I you don't really expect that from a strategy game. Like I mean, XCOM story, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. take it or leave it. It's not right. what the game's all about, right? No. Like um but the way that they did this, it actually made you care. You know yes. what I mean? About what's going on. And you feel like, yeah, there are a lot of cutscenes starting out. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, there's like quite a bit. And it's, mm-hmm. I was watching Jasper stream. I was like, wow, okay, there's a lot of cutscenes. And then when I was streaming, it was like maybe like three battles for two hours worth of like, Correct. Of, Correct. of like mechanics learning, going around and introducing people and, and stuff. But that, I, I what didn't really have a problem with it either because I, I know it's setting the stage for the rest of the game. Yeah. Right. And I also feel like because of that, it also might welcome in a new audience and kind of walk them along into the game instead of just bombarding them with tactics right away. Correct. You know, <laughs> like if you were to just like load this game up and all of a sudden it's just only that tactic style gameplay without all this other stuff, you're going to lose a lot of those casuals, I feel like, right away. Yes. Um, I, although I, I do also think that there's still people that just did not know what the hell this game was. And I don't know how. And I don't know how either. <laughs> I think they just saw Marvel and they saw, you right. know, like some of the cutscenes they trailers they had right. and just assumed that it was going to be like, you know, I, there was a guy in the, when I was streaming um, I was, and he was like, don't buy this game, everybody. It's a card yeah. game. It sucks ass. And I'm like, my concern wasn't the card game. My concern was the RPG elements outside of the gameplay. Is like, how right. is that going to play into effect? Yeah. Like, I, yeah, like the friendships and stuff. Yeah. I mean, again, all of that stuff has turned out to be like yeah. less than I thought it was going to yeah. be. Like, there is no cuts. I mean, some it's of the so much easier is, to do than I thought it would be. Like, I thought yeah. I was going to have to actually spend like a lot of time doing right. this. But I can like just, the like, sparring and stuff. Yeah. It's just a quick, hey, I'm going to spar with this person. You get the rewards. Oh, okay, cool. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to diving more into it for sure. There's been so many games, though, man. It's like his Need for Speed Unbound has got his hooks in me. I'm still in the NBA season three just hit today. Um, as you just well. got to put that down. Like. I, I know, man, I have to, <laughs> but like, I, here's the thing. Like I was so close to getting level 40, which max is max out level for my team. And if I did that, I got Devin Booker, which you is didn't a, though. I did. No, I did. Oh, you I, did. So I oh, buckled okay. down okay. Uh, and, and yeah. finished that off yesterday. Cause yeah. I had, I had to, I was going to say, cause you were DM and I thought, I thought for sure. Yeah, no, I got, I got it. You know, I got it, but it, you know, those last several ones, you know, are pretty challenging. And then, then I realized, you know, I still haven't gotten my centerpiece trophy and I need to get that because now the 96 guys you get for those <laughs> are becoming a little underrated compared to what the high tier cards are. So now I'm like, how do I get, what's the easiest way to get the centerpiece? And I realized like, if I play these 12 minute easy mode matches, mm-hmm. like 12 minute quarters, which is a full fucking 48 minute game, yeah, right? Yeah. Which actually takes probably like an hour or more because of all the stop time. Ah! Oh, what was that? <laughs> I have no idea. You have challenges. Like one of them is I got to get 886 points in a game. Yeah. 
So I got to do that, right? And right. and a couple other things. So I, I'm only three more of those challenges away from getting the centerpiece. So things like that, I've always been that like grind type guy. If if mm-hmm. I have a clear objective and like I have a, a goal that I actually want, I'm gonna see that through, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Did you and, make a spreadsheet? No, I don't. I don't. Oh, okay. uh, I don't. I don't go that deep into it, uh, Jasper. Uh, but that's also the things I like about Need for Speed is the grind aspect of it, which we talked about last night, Pong, on, on PM and the PM with Colt. And I that's my thing. The, some of the things that some people aren't liking about the game is my some of my favorite things about the game because I feel like I have to earn what I'm getting with it. And that is something that has been missing from racing games for a while now. So I'm appreciating the hell of that game. Fuzzy has not had a good experience at all because he can't even probably play the damn game. I'm hoping your troubles are over, Fuzz. It's not. Yeah. Uh, you said you were able to play for a few hours without crashing. Yeah, so, like, um, yeah. The, the, the biggest thing with that game, I'm I'm enjoying it when it's not crashing, and I, I like a lot of things about it. Like the visually, it's everything I hope for, and then some. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's some like areas where it could use some some touching up in comparison to like a. Uh, Forza Horizon Five or something, but for the most part, that that whole anime style, mm-hmm. I I like the overall look. I like the realistic look in the backdrop, as far as you know, the people walking around on the streets, the the elevated trains, everything of it is just awesome. Um, the handling, it's it's no Forza by any means, but it's it's definitely you know playable. I mean, I made some adjustments. It's it's well within what I expect. I don't like their f- form of drifting as much as I would like, like in yeah. other you know arcade racers. But the regular driving is fine. But uh, there's so much that I like about the side bets, the the clothing. And I know it's a racing game. Who cares about the clothing? But the actual fact that they have like a variety of different brands of clothing and stuff like that for your character was pretty cool. But um, actually, uh, so my GSX, I put drift tires on it today. Uh-huh. <laughs> um and that helped a lot it really did I, I was going around corners a lot smoother but there's a catch with the drift tires on you know you're not getting as high uh top speed and coming right. you know what i mean so uh you do sacrifice a little performance so there's a, there's always a little trade-off no matter what you what you go with right so um i feel like uh we are inundated with some solid good games right now overall though you know um yeah. crystal protocol jasper's having a fun time with i see that game's gotten mixed mixed, mixed reviews yeah, um shame. But, i was gonna say it's not just about the performance though yeah. there are people that have a problem with the combat system the combat yeah. is yeah. i'd like i've started on hard difficulty today and i was gonna like i was gonna play it all the way through but the yeah. combat is just there's so much rng with it it's like yeah. It's just going to punish you like for no reason. Like it's just going to computer's going to throw shit at you that just cuz it can. It's like right. it's not fun. Yeah. That's what I've seen. Yeah. So, a lot of people having problems with their combat. So, a lot right. of just dodge and block and people just can't get that down. Um It's not even that like even like on, it's unfair though. Yeah, like, like even on hard yeah. difficulty like there could be an enemy in front of me and he just grab you. It's like I he shouldn't be able to grab me. It's like what is <laughs> right, that? right, right, right. <laughs> Exactly, and I think that's where that's where the mixed reviews are in. Yeah. So, because some people are saying they get used to it, 
again, that's with any game, right? That's like any game that has a different type of combat system. Sometimes some people get used to it. Some people just don't or give up and just say, I'm not going to put yeah. myself through this. Like I did with most of the Souls games until Elden Ring, right? I'm just not going to put up the time to get good at this. Um, but I think this one, again, to Jasper's point, there's a lot more people just saying that there's just a lot of unfairness that it's just... Yeah. It, it, like the game I wouldn't do everything be, right, but the game yeah. it just yeah. gets by and cheats. Yeah. So, yeah, like the game wouldn't be that hard, like on hard difficulty, if it was like fair. But it's just gonna do a fucking computer, whatever. Like they can do, it's like okay. Yeah, so, I don't know. <laughs> I, but shame on the devs for the performance problems too. I, again, they fixed the PC version supposedly today. They already launched a patch um, for the PC. Uh, I saw D Batch put up a new video saying that it actually did help a lot. So, you know, again, shout out to them for doing that. But shame on shame on the devs, um, you know, for launching it this way. If, you know, again, whether the performance mode is what most people are going to play or not. Yeah. Just putting it out the door like this, uh, where the PS5 version, obviously, as we all know, got help from 150 devs from Sony. <laughs> Congratulations. But sacrificing the other versions is kind of BS, man. I, I don't like that. So, yeah, I I, I haven't I've ran into any performance problems. I'm loving like the tone and the atmosphere of the game. Yeah. Like I like like the dark sci-fi space force stuff. Mm-hmm. Like all oh, that's really cool. Yes, really yeah. digging that. Um, the only issue I noticed was like the dude always has sweat on his face. I'm like, we're in a on a snow planet. Like, why are you still sweating, bro? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, I should freeze after a while. The graphics look really good. I was watching Addict yeah. play on uh, Iron yeah. Lord stream a little while ago, and I was like, "Wow!" They got like all real actors too to like and like yeah. motion captured them. And yeah, stuff. yeah, I yeah. saw Josh Dumal screaming like yeah. bloody murder uh, uh, for a minute, and that was pretty cool. You know, yeah, I, Digital uh, Foundry said it's one of the best Unreal Engine four games they've ever seen. So, yeah. I mean, obviously they took full advantage of every ounce of Unreal four. So, yeah. Um, Psycho, with the playing all these PS5 games, have you had a chance to play like even like the trial for Need for Speed or anything like that? Uh, n- no, I was actually playing uh, Need for Speed when it came out um, when I was at my brother's because mm-hmm. uh, he bought it for the Xbox and um, the drifting was fucking way off and uh, I-, I-, I wasn't able to tweak it in the settings, but uh, after a while, like my brother's like, I kind of taught myself how to you know race with that uh with the setting and i'm like you can't change it he's like are you fucking serious i'm like yeah so <laughs> he didn't he didn't even realize you could yeah. do that so but and yeah it depends it, it, a lot on the car too and how many upgrades you have for it uh i once you get your car like closer to an a level or even in an a level like it's that the drifting issues start kind of melting away a little bit Fuzzy, quick question, since you always analyze this stuff in racing games, like, nonstop. (laughs) So you've got a really good eye for this stuff and a feel for this stuff. With the drifting, like, Mm -hmm. I got, I tuned it and fixed it, and I got better with it. But do you think, from your playthrough, because you probably use kind of the same car and kind of the same tune setup for a, a, a period of time, do you think it's inconsistent on how it hits corners, though? It it definitely seems like it. It it seems like sometimes it's like curb related. Like there are certain turns where the the pavement doesn't seem like it's even, and it causes the car to act weird. Okay. Or it seems like 
it, it, it should slip a little bit more and it sticks that time. So th- right, there is right. a lot of inconsistency. Okay. Um, That's a problem GTA has when you go up a curb on GTA, like your car can like that microsecond of air, like causes your car to boost up. So like, that's a problem that a lot of a car game could have. It's just, mm-hmm. well, that's like, yeah. but that's like real life though. When that does that, when you hit those little berms. Uh, yeah, sure. sure. But it, it, it seems but, like it's, it's just, it's not like I, I guess the biggest problem is that if you're used to playing Forza, there's a certain level of expectation or pre- predictability. Yeah, this seems to yeah. sometimes throw you a curveball for <laughs> yeah. just some reason <laughs> yeah. to either let the AI catch up or let the cops catch up or <laughs> right or something. Something. Oh, so it's like Callisto's like... combat, but in <laughs> I would not be surprised. It has rubber banding. It's a, it's a oh. typical arcade oh. racer all the way. Except mm-hmm. it doesn't rubber band you into first very much. Man, have you noticed when have you guys noticed when you hit the nitrous how everybody else gets a boost whether you're using nitrous or not? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like yes. your initial boost and also the car the other cars are going. I'm like, wait a minute, they're not they're not using their boost right now. I'm like, what the hell yeah. is this? I actually, and it takes a second before it starts catching up. I actually found I don't like racing in the lead because I like getting the draft on like the first yeah. or mm-hmm. second place yeah. players the whole time. You gotta shake and bake it. Nitro, nitro <laughs> and then and yeah. trying to kind of pass closer to the end of the match, right? Sure. Because because sure. of it, you know. Uh, but I'm a, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Uh, uh, multiplayer is uh, they launched it's it works great. Like the graphics, even in the multiplayer mode, is the same as the single player. You know, sometimes it can slightly different. You know, this is like one for one, and mm. the uh, the um, matches they got lots of they got drifting and they got you know regular races and they they have these other things like based on like point systems you know trying to accumulate points for style kind of reminds me of like kudos right from like a pgr and stuff like that you know it's there's a lot of cool stuff here uh to enjoy if, if you like arcade racers so um it's not going to be like the best racer ever or anything like that but for need for speed for me this is like the best one in a really 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 long time so yeah. um I'm, I'm enjoying that for sure i hope your game starts uh starts acting better though fuzz so you can so you can enjoy it a little Hopefully. bit more and get deeper into it because uh, a lot of the stuff I feel like may change later in the game, right? So, um, yeah. But yeah, there's yeah. that's December, right? I mean, we got even more coming this month. We got High on Life <laughs> still already mm-hmm. um, on the 14th. Lego Star Wars is hitting. Yeah, we get the Skywalker Saga. I'm glad I yeah. didn't buy it. Yeah, me it's too, awesome. man. Yeah. Jasper's the dummy that bought it. And- <laughs> yeah, I bought it. <laughs> See, the thing is, I did it when there was not much out, so I already 100%ed it, so I got a free 80 hours on my schedule. Yeah. You all got to make up. <laughs> right on. Did, did we get clarification on Hot Wheels yet, though? Like, what was- the hell happened? What do you mean? Well, they announced Hot Wheels, the full, the yeah. uh, the game of the year edition or where the hell it is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they put out a notice today saying, oh, actually, that's not going to happen on the 15th. We'll have an update when we get a new launch date or whatever. They just said, we'll update you guys as soon as we know more. Came, that came from Xbox today. Oh, really? So, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So something happened with that, and it's not going to launch on the 15th or whatever it was. 14th. Probably. It, yeah. yeah, it's pr- probably... Uh, it conflicted with sony because they have that i think in ps plus okay ah. so i think they have to wait for whatever okay that 
time uh, expires yeah. and then they can throw so, it into some game some game. Sony exec saw it and was like, "Hey, wait a second. <laughs> you can't No, I can't have that. Not yet. Not <laughs> block it. Yet. Yeah. Block it. But it's, it's the, the game deal. of the year edition. Block the deal. Yeah, but is it just the game of the year edition that's not launching or is it just like No, they said the game isn't going oh, okay. to be launching on the 15th. So, uh I'm assuming we're still getting the full boat. We're still getting the full, you know, uh, game uh, with all the you know everything uh, which is what that version is but yeah it's just going to be later so I don't know if it's going to get pushed yeah. to later in December or if this is like a hey we'll see you in January kind of type deal so we'll see yeah. yeah it's interesting that is a good game too it, that is yeah, a you said that. arcade yeah, you racer said that. as well yeah if you like drifting <laughs> that yeah. is the game to play because <laughs> right. that is all that it is it's pretty much Mario Kart except for Hot, Hot Wheels as That's far awesome. as drifting goes yeah I was looking <laughs> forward to downloading and playing it actually so yeah yeah it's fun. It's a good time, man. It's like it's one of those like the longer you drift, you get like different tiers of boost. You That's know awesome. what I mean? Yeah, so cool. um, it's a lot of fun, and the courses are pretty hard fun, and it's not super easy right. either, right? right? It's not super easy. You're not going to automatically get wins in this game. Um, the cars are really cool. There's a lot of a lot of Hot Wheels in there. Um, I haven't booted it up in a long time, but it, it was a good time when I was playing it. So. Um, I'm glad that it's hitting Game Pass because I don't know why they name it Game of the Year Edition though. That is like it, it yeah. is such a weird trend for these like companies <laughs> yes. to do like Game of the Year to to who? It like they to, they might have won some award somewhere for it, yeah. So they can just call it that. We won know? the Argentinian <laughs> Racing uh, right. uh, uh, Toy <laughs> uh, Toy Racing Game of the Year. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Uh, we beat out the Smashbox mobile game. You know, so it was great. Um, you know, it's freaking freaking awesome, though, that that's coming. Um, surprising news, though, for December, though, already, you know, like with that between that and and Lego Star Wars. Then we also got something that's going to take us into our big conversation here. Um, we got news that Monster Hunter Rise is actually coming to Xbox. Um, and not only that, but when it launches on PlayStation and Xbox and everything, um, Guess what? It's going to be in Game Pass day one. That is a big deal because that is an immensely popular game. Anytime you watch any kind of game show or anything where Capcom was involved, you have at least like three different Monster Hunter Rise trailers, right? (laughs) With like content for this. Um, And supposedly what people are saying is like, I guess from the trailers, like it looks, it's going to look glorious in 4K, you know? So is any, I will personally be playing this. Uh, Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, is yeah, it for the previous it... one when it came to uh, when it came to Game Pass, or actually when it came to Xbox, which I think that was one of their best performing Monster Hunters in a while. When we finally got it on Xbox uh, last go around uh, yeah. for the the previous one, but is, you know, world is it four yeah. player squads, three player squads? Uh, anybody know? I'm not sure on this one. I know the other one. I think you could do four player squads. Uh, or no, wait, yeah. was it four? Three? You could do four. I think in world yeah okay i'm not sure on this. i but didn't this have one any friends to play yeah up to up to four people can yeah. join okay so that's that's awesome yep. man i mean i feel yep. like it's welcoming a whole new I, I hate when games like that are exclusive to nintendo and stuff like this and or you know this is this is going to open up this game to a bunch of a bunch of players and Just, um, it's, it's good news cool. that capcom is a believer in game pass right so whatever Again, they're a believer in the money bag too, but there's been other companies yeah. who don't believe in this. To put this type of game that is this popular 
uh, into Game Pass day and date when it's just launching on on consoles on certain consoles for the first time. That's a huge deal. That's that's another shout out to Sarah Bond and the rest of that team that's been putting in work at the East yeah. because Capcom is obviously on board with Xbox. I wonder how much money they had to drop for that. It was one of their bigger ones. I'm sure it was one of the more yeah. expensive ones because that's an instant seller. Had they just announced it for Xbox, there'd still be a big group of people that would have gone out. Yeah. And buy I, I mean, think about that. You think about Xbox. You know, you, you think about that, but then yeah, this expands now because of Xbox is more than just just the yeah. console. I don't know if it's going to be PC Game Pass as well. Um, I don't know if they mentioned that or not, but you'll be able to because it's in Game Pass. You're going to be able to play this in the cloud. I don't. Is it even on PC? Yeah, it's coming to PC. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's part of the launch. It's part of the part yeah. of the launch, yeah. Because yeah. I just saw on the launch where it just says PS5, PS4, Xbox One, and Series consoles. Mm. I didn't see PC. Um, is it already out on PC? By the way, maybe it is already out on PC. It might be already out on PC. It's already oh, yes, it's, yeah, it's already, already out on, on PC. It's yeah. already out on PC. Yep. So I I was wondering if PC Game Pass will be a part of that, and but not only that, like I feel like just playing this in the cloud could be pretty yeah. cool for a lot of people, especially if you look at like. Places like Japan and stuff like that. This game's immensely popular, you know. Um, I mean, they're playing on the Switch. Yeah, <laughs> but it's okay. So you know, you yeah, got all these new mobile devices out there and everything, and and playing on your phone where you have broadband, you know, as well. So I think there's a lot of potential uh, for this for this game within Game Pass. Uh, yeah, it's coming to Windows PC. So it hadn't been on Windows. I think it was only elsewhere before. So. No, the game is currently on Switch and PC. Never mind. I'm just kind of reading as I go. Yes, yeah. it will be on PC Game Pass. Oh, that's big. Nice. I think. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. An- another PC Game Pass win right now is those Riot Games games just started hitting. Uh, kind of weirdly that they just started dropping, like, without a lot of talk. ABK deal. Yeah. You think that's what it is? You think... Uh, it- we barely get in any kind of excitement uh, whatsoever. I mean, I saw Xbox put out the post about Monster Hunter Rise, but that Riot Games deal was announced how long ago? It is a huge. deal. It was it's announced at E three. Yeah, E three. Uh, it's yeah. got all the it's got all the content in there uh, for free, uh, and they aren't making a big deal out of it right now. I don't know, man. It's strange how Xbox is yeah. acting right that, now. That was a big so. part of their E three showcase, right? So yeah, yeah. you know. For those games that with all that content, I mean, you're talking about thousands of dollars of content. Yes, mm-hmm. right. But also, I feel like that can that can really spread by word of mouth really quickly because all it takes is that one person in game chat and like in, in that game chat be like, "Hey, yeah. did you know you can get on Game Pass and just like get everything?" And so like it could spread really quickly just like within by that word com- of mouth. within that community, yeah. right? Especially, you're right, Jasper, because with it, with it, the community once once that catches on, people will be like, "Well." I wonder if you can like migrate your account. Well, you just sign into your Riot Games account. I would assume that everything would right. Yeah, so you just go load it, yeah. boot it from Game Pass, and then log into the Riot Games account. Um, it's it's interesting, dude. It's a, they're making so many like big moves, and um, yeah, the thumbnail. Uh, Xbox will dominate twenty twenty three, right? The question is, is how long do they got to wait before they drop all the goodies? Right, because how how long will the ABK deal take into 2023? It seems like every day there's a conflicting report from a different business, uh, political type website. Bloomberg had a conflicting thing today that kind of conflicted. Mm-hmm. Um, 
two different reports yesterday that kind of conflicted the Politico report before that. And it's like all of them say sources close to. And it's everybody's like, leaking. Everybody's leaking to the press. That's why. <laughs> so you're getting all the sides leaking different details for their. I mean, own. shouldn't that be illegal? <laughs> because no. it I mean, doesn't I... directly break any laws. Like it's it's that gray area. Yeah, it just it's seems not illegal, so but it's weird. it's it's definitely borderline. It's. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's not none of nothing about this deal is how normal businesses would act and how normal regulatory bodies would act. So right now, this is kind of like we're in uncharted territory with this deal because, mm-hmm. yeah, normal behind the scenes in business, neither side would want to be the one that wants to affect the deal one way or the other, but because now we have a party that actually does want to affect this deal. And then you got the regulatory bodies who are on their own agendas. And then you got Microsoft. Yeah. Now we got this whole conflict of interest where everybody's going to release stuff to different papers like this to try to get their influence uh, within the marketplace. And it's crazy. So what I, I got a question for you guys, right? Let's say like, okay. Uh, May 30th, 2023, the final approval comes through, right? What happens a week or two weeks after that with Xbox? Uh, Nothing. You don't think so? (laughs) Yeah. I think you at least have that round table, even though, well, I guess... it won't be around. Are we are we saying May thirtieth that the papers are signed, or May thirtieth all the regulators are like all okay. the regulators have said they're not blocking the deal. Xbox it's going to be at least a month before Xbox like even does anything like because yeah. they gotta they may say like they may put out like an be like this is done or whatever, but like it's going to be like a month before you ever see them like actually I think talk about it. Yeah. So E three. 2023 whenever a month after it closes is i don't know like right. at least so what i'm what i'm getting at is they've seemed to be like sitting on things for a long time right uh we already mm-hmm. have we we have speculation maybe there's gonna be a starfield trailer at the game awards potentially um but besides that there's they've been holding stuff with with, close to their vest, just like just like PlayStation has, right? And I feel like there's this like pent up energy within Xbox of deals that are either done that they can't announce or that they're working are on. Are they though? I think so, Jasper. Because like, I mean, we just had Gamescom in August, and then before that we had E3. So like, yeah, but E3 they chose to stick to twelve months. Right? Yeah, but they still showed something. Like, I mean, they're still showing stuff. Not what they could. Not not what they could. Right. And there's speculation about the game awards, them potentially not uh having a big presence there. We don't know. I, I'm still calling for them to have like at least two games there, right? I think it would I be just, a mistake. I just feel like everyone like kind of lately is expecting like they they need a big game announcement like every month. It's like I, like, I don't know. Well, we gotta. Oh. So look at the math of like they have like all these projects in the works, yes. right? Yeah, but but like if you go like 
a year ago before this deal was signed, like you had three months before we haven't had any news out of Xbox. Like we've had these breaks before. So it's like not this year has been very quiet compared to the previous years. Right. Yeah. I mean, they well, have not when, announced it in ex- a game for an ex- extended period of time out this year, period. Like at all, you know, like uh, they had no games. <laughs> no, then that's age four for Xbox is coming late 2023. But that's a game that's a game that's <laughs> yeah. uh, PC, you know, like uh, already and, and stuff like that. But what I'm, t- what I'm talking about is like we, we know Compulsion's working on a game, we know In Exile's working on a game. Uh, we know that, uh, like, the certain affinity thing. There's the I. There's IO interactive thing. There's, um, all these different projects. I mean, there's a there's a like a little there's a little shit ton. There's like forty something projects that they have, right? But it, yeah. I mean, it could just be the. I don't know. I think people maybe just putting like the whole deal and the way they kind of new market strategies go in as a coincidence together. Like I don't, I think it could just be the change in culture where it's like, if we show something five years before it's coming out, and people are just gonna bitch about it for five years, and then it may be canceled. Like, or yeah, but then what's the excuse reworked. for Avowed, for Fable, for Perfect Dark, for you know what I mean, uh, for State of Decay three, for all these those other games that they did announce over two years ago now, and they well, have it's just the change anything. in culture. It's just like. We sh- we know it's out there, but like we're not going to update it because if we update it, then you're just going to be asking about it even more. So it's like it'll be out when but, it's out. Yeah, but they're trying to yeah. sell subscriptions to Game Pass and stuff. So yeah. that's and you want that hype. You know what I mean? I think. I yeah, think- but right now, I do definitely see right now that they're holding back new games because of the ABK deal. Um, we're not going to see nothing brand new. There's there's talk we'll see- though, that Redfall and Starfield could have potentially had launched this year. If the ABK deal wasn't a thing, I don't know if there's any truth to that. I doubt that. I know, no way. No, there's no way that Bethesda will will delay a game just for an ABK deal. I I highly doubt that. Like, there's no way Todd Howard's like, "Yep, I think it's a good idea if we delay my game." I do not think that he would delay it. But Todd would probably. Like I don't know. Like Todd would probably want as much time as possible before release. Todd would game, be maybe. agreeable to it. You could hear it in that interview. Psycho. He'd be agreeable to it for Starfield for sure because he understands the pressure that's on Starfield. So I honestly think that they probably welcome the extra year. Um, so I don't Red, think could they have, the Red, point is, Red could Fall, they have though, could they have launched it last year? They could have. I mean, if they weren't under Xbox, if they weren't under Xbox, Bethesda yes. would have pushed it out. But yes. Xbox, Zenimax would have launched. Yes. It. Yes. yes, Zenimax yes. would have launched that game. Exactly. Absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It would have been bugged, but, but they would have said, "So what? Our audience already expects it. We'll fix it. <laughs> the modders will fix it. We'll be fine." Not point. only that, but the Xbox so, of old would have also launched it. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. But Redfall, Redfall's been ready. <laughs> Redfall's Red... been ready, and I think that the, that's the one thing we can point to is that we don't have a release date for Redfall yet. There's no way. If the Game Awards come and go, and they don't give us a Redfall release date on the Game Awards, they are definitely holding back right now. Because that game is ready. That game yeah. has been ready. So there is no way we don't have a release date already well, without the ABK deal. Or with at, the ABK e- deal. at E3, Redfall was not... You could tell the 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 issues that it had with the uh, with a little that, bit of the the glitching. But that's an old build, you know that psycho. They 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 yeah, give those but, builds for E three months and months in advance. Yeah, right? but if it's so. 
I think I think it would they could have easily done an October uh release of uh Redfall. Did a ha- Halloween would have been like the perfect fucking release. I think date the for problem game, with Redfall but... and honestly why it was delayed, it, it the game's ready, but I think they're lacking content for like after you beat the game, like what do you do? They don't want another CFT situation where they just have to wait two years yeah. before you actually start getting content. I don't know. They, 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 got, the, they got the portals and they got the extra spaces already for the end content. They they confirmed that already, that that was ready to rock and roll. So there is replayability. Yeah, but how much? Like, I mean, well, but that but that game's also like more of like a single player also experience that you can play co-op. But I feel like there's a big a beginning and an end, you know, to Redfall, right? I don't think Unless it's like, yeah, there's more to it. It started as a single decided. player game first. Right. So, exactly. You know. I, I I mean just like Dishonored or you know, Prey or whatever. You I just know, get the a, feeling that they're trying to transition that game into like a destiny model. It could very well be. And I, that's I, why I, I could see that. Or push. or like how like the division, like you could do the single player yeah. like one to thirty and then just put it down and not do, you know, the end game stuff. Did Jasper they're, says they're... Redfall will be Xbox's destiny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. No, but yeah. I, I definitely think they're they're working on the end game stuff. Just kind of like what you guys are saying, it, it, they want something that when once you finish it, because you know there are people that'll finish it in two weeks or yeah. or less. They'll yeah, try to finish, it in, finish it in like eight hours <laughs> somehow. Yeah, because if if Redfall's ready to go, seriously, like they would not let the twenty twenty two year have real no. Big they would. Uh, release game. <laughs> yes, they would. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking otherwise. <laughs> for a seventy oh, billion dollar the... deal, they will. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, for Redfall, would they hold yes. back Starfield? I, they could do that, I guess. But well, a lot of the Redfall, a lot of these games Redfield, are being used Redfield. with the right re- against them with the regulators yes. about well, Bethesda Zenimax games are exclusive now. See, see what right. we're saying. You know, right. mind regardless of yeah, the fact but, that Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo were also exclusive to PlayStation exactly. for you. So, but it doesn't matter. What I've learned, Psycho, and I've had these arguments too, is that the regulators are fucking stupid and they don't <laughs> understand gaming at all. So, like, they like they're these like people like, from Sony or uh, the people from like Sony and and uh, other whoever's trying to make a case, the lawyers and stuff are like. Oh, look at this thing! Xbox showed this game, and we don't have it, or like just, just completely right. be like, ignoring. See, they got plenty. They got plenty of content. Yeah, they the, don't need ABK. Completely ignoring the world of gaming that we've all known Common for sense. 20, 30 years, right? And I, I agree with you that there's no reason why they should should have to do that. Um, but based on the fact that they went with that twelve month plan for E three. Based on the fact that they didn't really do much at Gamescom either beyond that, and with some of the speculation now about the Game Awards, the fact that PlayStation also didn't even have their show this year, um, and then also speculation that they may not even have a big presence at the Game Awards now as well. well PlayStation hasn't even announced any of their other games yet. The, the last well, new games that... Well, there probably is. I mean, they're they're... The game well, devs got to be working on something, right? They're working like, on something, but it's so far be like not even ready. That, has that stopped PlayStation in the past? I mean, like they launch, no. they usually announce games like three or four years in advance. You know, yeah. they they've done Psycho. that in the past, but right now I, with this ABK deal, that's they got to present what I'm saying. week. 
That's what I'm saying. That's but Xbox PlayStation. Is too, right? But well, but Xbox, I think what they're trying to do is that they don't want extra ammunition to give to Sony or the have the regulators look at that and be, oh, what's this game? We haven't heard this one yet. Uh, this looks massive. You know, they don't they don't want to do that. If anything, at the at, at the Game Award show, they're going to show something that has been announced. Uh, maybe an update with uh, with grounded. <laughs> well, see, I, I, would... uh, I was going to say State of Decay three, new expansion. See, I'm with you. Like, I think they should be able to do that. I was yes. told on yeah. Xbox Factor podcast or or primetime guest primetime gaming from the entire rest of the panel <laughs> that yeah. no Xbox will not even do that right. because it's not even worth the risk. And I'm like, well, well everybody's saying this, and I'm like, it, Colt even alluded to that too last night. And I'm like, yeah. why? Why? Like, are the regulators that stupid to realize that video game companies have to make video games? Like, and I, yeah. well, I guess they are. I guess they are, according to everybody. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Do, well, do, do the regulators even know the difference when it's like you could have like, uh, fucking like Tekken is supposed to be shown at the Game Awards. Like if that just comes out and says Xbox at the bottom, or the regulators can be like, oh, that's an Xbox property, Tekken. Well, did you Tekken did you <laughs> did you so hear like, the did you hear the the I I think it came out like three weeks. Ago. I don't think we've talked about this in any show. Nobody said it, but there was a blurb in one of the reports uh, from the EU. I think it was the EU stuff that there was a report that Phil flew over there and brought a PlayStation. Yeah, I saw that. Brought an Xbox, brought a Switch to show the regulators the difference in content <laughs> between all of them. Like, because these regulators don't get it. They don't understand the difference. So if they're going that far to to educate these regulators, which we talked about plenty of times when this yeah. started, that that was going to be the main job, then yeah, unfortunately, Jasper, you're probably correct. <laughs> You're probably well, that's probably why you don't see the Sony marketing like they normally have on some of their games or the Final Fantasy 16 stuff because yeah, yeah. that's exactly. You remember what would the happen. PlayStation marketing was absent from yes. all those Call of Duty trailers. Yes. 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 And Final Fantasy 16, but definitely the EU and the uh, CMA, though, and even the FTC, the, those politicians, all they know of video games is that their kids. Or nephews are playing them, and that's it. They don't know who has what intellectual property, except for Ricardo. Ricardo, <laughs> yeah, Ricardo. Yeah, yeah. It's he, he's an but FIFA, FIFA is exclusive to PlayStation. I heard so, and but they do know FIFA. Uh, those big titles, but guess who's behind the marketing? Sony's behind FIFA. You have uh, Call of Duty with uh, Sony again, and what's the other big? Uh, EU and C, uh, big game out there. Well, no, no, the big games that Sony has marketing. Um, There's just two for the EU, they really only care about FIFA and uh, Call of Duty. Duty, Yeah, because I was going to think about F1, um, yeah, F1, but that's Xbox. Yeah, they don't, it's not as big. I mean, it's big as far as the actual sport, but because of the microtransactions, that game is kind of taking a nosedive in comparison to like FIFA, which is weird because FIFA is all microtransactions. Well, no, it's not all microtransactions, but you get the gist. The, the yeah. F1 just isn't where where FIFA is at this point. Right. Have I'm, a good night, Talos. 
Yeah, yeah later tell us. Uh, so, Kalanichta Talos. <laughs> so we we know that they've got to have more Game Pass deals in the works. We do, We know that the family plan hasn't launched yet. It's been in mm-hmm. beta for forever. We know that the whole uh, thing with Ubisoft hasn't even happened yet. There's, there's a bunch of weird stuff that just hasn't actually happened yet on the Xbox. And it seems like, like Punk said, the Riot Games thing just happened, you know? Like, it was a big deal yeah. before, but now all of a sudden it's just there. And I feel I feel like 2023, we have n- numerous games that we know are coming, right? We know Redfall is going to happen. We know Starfield is going to happen. We know Forza Motorsport is going to happen. We know Minecraft Legends is going to happen. That's four first-party games already, right? Age of Empires 4. Age of Empires 4 is coming to console as well. Uh, you Age look Empires at is coming. You look at you look at Monster Hunter Rise now coming to Game Pass uh, when it launches on Xbox and and PlayStation um, as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's a win. That's a huge win for Xbox there as well. Um, then you look at what they're doing with PC Game Pass. Um, all of this is boiling up, right? All we know, like we just talked about, for PlayStation first party wise next year is Spider Man, right? They're relying on a lot of third party deals uh, ex- for exclusivity for Spoken. Uh, with Square, you got um, Final Fantasy 16 with Square. Um, There's one big other first party that that they're probably going to try to keep quiet as well, and that's Factions. Is that yeah. next year? Because all they yes. showed last year was a yes. piece of concept art on a poster card. They've been working. It, they've been working on that game for too long. Steel and I yeah. have been in this argument. Steel yeah. doesn't think it's coming next year. I don't either. think it's coming next launching. year. I don't think it is. If it, yes. if it doesn't because it's going to be a game to the it's service. Intent, it's them intentionally holding it back. I don't think it's going to happen next year. Yes, it's happening next year. It's one of their surprises for next year. We'll see. We'll see. Well, I I hope so. I hope so because well they'll. If they do announce it, it'll be after the ABK deal goes through. Then yeah. they'll announce. Then yeah. they'll have a a huge fucking fucking show showing everything that they got, yeah. all the marketing deals that they've well, been. They they can sell. Doing. They can sell hopes and dreams too. Just yeah, like you just get Troy to. Baker to just stay on stage. Yeah, you Troy Baker, but yeah. Cy- but cycle. They do another. They do another twenty eighteen. Right. They do. They are a twenty whatever it was. The big the 20, big one that they did 2016, 2017, whatever it was when they sold hopes and dreams with the flute. Yeah, because they've got because Barlog's been working on his new IP for a very long time yeah. now. And Ever when they showcase that trailer, it'll probably blow people's minds. I it's going to blow people's yeah. minds if it's a sci-fi game mm-hmm. from Corey Barlog. It's going to be gigantic. So yeah, all that stuff. That's exactly what they're going to have. They're going to have a giant showcase selling hopes and dreams, and then the little sprinkles of stuff that they got, like Spider-Man Two factions, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff mixed in there. Uh, you know, that's what they'll probably get some a Wolverine trailer again that yeah, actually yeah. show more of what that game is too, right? Um, it's, so it's going to go from his claws and then up to his face and then it fades out. <laughs> but <laughs> so I think I think that right now though, like Xbox has clearly got more in 2023 than than PlayStation does first party wise. hundred oh, Xbox probably got some other these other Game Pass deals that got in the works as well. Uh, wins like Monster Hunter Rise. Yep. Um, next year is going to be a big year period for games with all these uh, AAA third-party games as well as uh, the variety of other stuff just coming out like like crazy next year. It's going to be insane. But you see Jez's little footnote on Diablo 4 today? Yeah, potentially open a beta. Um, yeah, be- well, and they, supposedly they're going to be giving out uh, you know stuff to the... Uh, media to be able to play as well uh yeah. and then there's that report that it's april uh that they're shooting for but then jez said he also heard june 
Yeah. So yeah. I get a stack Diablo Four Starfield. <laughs> And everything else. <laughs> it's it's fucking insane. insane. It's February. Time, how, how do you guys not know it's February is when it's coming out? <laughs> by that time, by June, yeah. like Diablo will be a Xbox property. Yeah, exactly. And, no. it'll be crazy. and it's crazy, what? right? So yeah, add the, that no. to the list, though. Seriously, though, when we when we talk about Redfield, Starfield, what? Forza Motorsport, Minecraft, you can't add that to the list. Xbox Diablo. did not help make that game. Uh fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm sick of that. Yeah. Like. Come on, really? Okay, it's gonna I'm be a Game Pass, go so it counts. <laughs> now, hold on. Now, now have you, the uh, Game Pass games for December? That's only half. That only goes up to the fifteenth, I believe. Mm-hmm. They haven't announced the other half. So, what are they, are they going to yeah. wait to like, after the award? Christmas surprises. That's, that's I think what they I'm blow expecting. their budget for December already. <laughs> uh, I, I think they're going to announce some more things after the fact, uh, the second half of December at the Game Awards. Um, that will be big enough to keep Xbox gamers happy, but not a big enough splash announcing like their first party games. Uh, so they can still stay kind of like under the radar. If, no. if that's what Xbox is trying to fucking do. Again. I don't know what else they could bring in. December is already a stellar month for game. Pass yeah. If all this launches. So yeah. So you got stuff. two more weeks. I mean, the only thing I could see is like the new games have been, uh, release so far. The, like, I would. They. I think they have to go back earlier in the year. Like, like what though? <laughs> Elden Ring. Elden Ring for Christmas. <laughs> oh Elden my Ring. god! If they if they pulled that off and put Elden Ring for Christmas and Game Pass. Well, because they are announcing massive. the possibly the DLC for DLC Elden Ring. For so imagine if Xbox gets Elden Ring in the Game Pass, then Nine Light Two maybe the DLC. Uh, possibly that, that would be it. That'd be a total gut punch to Sony if From did that <laughs> after Sony invested in From Software earlier. Like yeah. if they gave it the Game Pass before PlayStation Plus, oh my god! Yeah, well, if it's a, it gets announced for PlayStation Plus, it's a huge win. Also, yeah. you know, yeah, it would be huge. Either either way, it's a big that win I could see happening for either that either company. Happen. But no, no games matter, but Call of Duty for Sony. So everything yeah, else sucks. True. That is true. There's definitely something to Elden Ring because that's sucks. one of those that's on Sorry. that. Um, that cloud streaming deal where you got it for free at some point earlier in the year through Xbox as well. Mm. Interesting. Pipe yeah. family game pass. But yeah, okay. Family. So okay, add into this fact that Xbox killed it with the holiday sales this year, uh, even in the UK, right? Yep. The UK, a uh, 42% was switch. Um, 40%. Was Xbox? Eighteen yep. percent was PlayStation in the UK for the holiday sales. Yep, that is a big deal, right? Uh, selling Not on the backs sure. of the Call of Duty uh, bundle um, and the Series S price points, right? As well, um, I think maybe those people don't like the price increases on those PS fives right now, because um, I talked about how much produ- extra production they were going to get. You're starting to hear stories of them sitting on shelves even during the holidays now, right now, because they upped the production, but now they're getting killed by Xbox and the Switch um, for Black Friday and across, across the world. So uh, it's pretty damn interesting where this is heading from now into next year. Now you add in the avalanche of games, right? Because this is happening without those games, right? It's happening without all that stuff. You add in the avalanche of games in 2023, 
You add in more Game Pass deals. You add in all of this stuff. And then you compare it to what we know about Sony right now, which is just those couple games, or maybe just the one uh, first party. And I'm not trying to say that PlayStation's in trouble, right? But I think that market share that they've, they've been losing, they're going to lose a lot more, right? And I think Xbox could potentially take the year next year uh, in general, right? Unless there's a new Switch. Well, those 40% of people, like, some of them are going to go back to school after Christmas or whatever and be like, what'd you get for Christmas? And they'll be like, oh, I got an Xbox. And be like, man, I'm going to get one for my birthday now because you got one. So it's like, it's just going to keep building. Well, you got, you can get it for 250 bucks. And if you, even cheaper, if you attack on the right, at the right time, like you, it is crazy. I, I, on FSP, I went like on a love rant about the series S, right? Uh, maybe it got a little creepy. I don't know, but I freaking, <laughs> the, the series S is absolutely amazing and colt said it last night on pm and the pm like with the between the series x and the ps5 and stuff they haven't really done a lot of exciting things yet but he said that the series s is exciting because of what it can do for the price point and the size and everything of that console and he's right with that because the series s is at a point to where it could be in more households as either a second console or either the primary console a casual console or, just a uh, or or a streaming or a streaming box or whatever you use it for, it is it is getting close. It is getting that close to that. Just o- like over there, over there, with the price increase on the PS5, you're talking about a three hundred dollar price point at two fifty between the PS5 plus the games and the are more expensive X. too. Plus the games are more expensive, but you're talking about three hundred dollars when people are struggling right now, especially over there with the heating costs and everything else that's been going on on top of just natural inflation that we've got going on. That is a seller instantaneously for families. There is no doubt about it. Again, you will do what you have to do to make your kids Christmas special. But when you walk in that store and you see that $300 price point, and then you learn about game pass and you do the simple math in your head and go a series S with that $300 savings, that's almost two years of game pass ultimate almost. Not mm-hmm. quite, but almost two years, 20 months of Game Pass Ultimate that I can give my kids with 400 plus games on there. Like, And you know the new no games are going to be in the service. Yes. That's yes. that's the key. <laughs> and it's not like a random, like, what games are going to show up, right? There's That's just why I felt like it, it would be a misstep for those that previously announced games not to show up again right, right now. But that's but, why you announced stuff in the 12 months, though. And not stuff four years in. Yeah, advance. but but the game awards is such a big stage, right? The game the game awards is such a big stage because the people that don't have Xboxes watch it, right? It's for the PlayStation diehards, the Nintendo diehards, the casual gamers, just anybody interested in gaming will watch it, right? And that's why they've showcased Hellblade two, and they've made other announcements at the game awards. They showed showed Perfect Dark there before, and like like that's why I like. I understand why everybody's saying that they're not potentially going to have anything there. But for me, like, it's like, what's the risk versus reward? Because like, you have such a high potential. If you just showcase the games, like Psycho was saying, that you already mm. have but, announced. But 
Avowed. Perfect. But the, but, just, the count, but the counterpoint, Mav, is is the stats that you just point out. They're yeah. killing it with no games and no announcements right now. Yes, right? I understand. No, so, I'm not saying like, they don't need to. But could but you imagine the effect if they did? Right, but that's what you they're know? saying. But they, but it, you got from a business standpoint, if it honestly is a big risk, if the attorneys are saying no, you can't do right. this. We got to lay if they're low. Getting legal. Uh, yes, people saying you can't, which do they this. are. That which they are, yeah. they they absolutely one hundred percent are. So if that's happening and they look at those stats and they go, "We're yeah, sure, Game Pass slowed down a little bit for consoles, but oh well, look at the numbers we just put up for the holidays everywhere, right? Like yeah. without any of our first party, without any announcements, without any big stuff outside of E three and a little bit of Gamescom, we're still killing it right now. We're not gonna rock the boat." We'll announce that all next year. It's going to be a gigantic party once this ABK deal goes through. Oh, we'll yeah. Roll out the red nuts. carpet. We'll show these people what they've been waiting for next but, year. But they also, if yeah. Xbox is really going in this Game Pass route, like, do you yeah. want to announce something that's four years in advance? Honestly, like on your subscription service, no. do you want to announce something that's going to be in the next few months? I, 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 oh, no. I want the them to update us. Yeah. I want. I want them to update us on the games that they within a year. Yeah, that's why I'm saying I think it's just a shift in marketing strategy. I don't think it necessarily has anything to do with it. And I agree it could be, Jasper, but to Mav's point, the next 12 months, you know, if you're looking at it from the Games Awards, that's next December. So if you got, we haven't gotten anything for the fall next year, right? Yeah. We haven't gotten any announcements for the fall. Everything we saw was up through June. Yeah, and that's yeah. what right? they did so, at E3. You know what right. I mean? So they're going right. to rehash the same E3 again? Like, I or mean, you the, give like, us a six-month update. <laughs> if, they, if that becomes a new marketing strategy, I don't like I don't mind if they don't show us the stuff four years out. I don't mind that stuff. But yeah. like two years, two years I want to see. Or yeah. well, that's how rolling twelve months, I do kind of expect to start seeing things like what's coming well, up. Like they've been doing the two year mark uh yeah. up until this point. Uh, kind of well, but the, fable and perfect dark fable perfect dark well, <laughs> fable perfect dark yeah hellblade that wasn't K3. two years those games were coming earlier be- before covid and how bad this all was yeah, yeah. Well, F- was, fable was yeah. not they even not, yes. anywhere <laughs> anywhere <laughs> yes. near like fable hadn't even like really started production right had full production right. yet and like i i in a perfect world, 2023 could have been maybe potential for those, but I I don't well, know. I mean, I they know. had a they had a. I mean, because that was what the 2020 uh, E3 they announced. We all, all we that. all thought they were way. They we all thought well, because they they've had been teased to so do much. that though. They had to show those games because they had no other people games like, to show. What <laughs> what no what what am I going to look forward into this Xbox generation because oh, yeah. how bad the last generation was for Xbox. So you they wanted to show, games. Hey, yeah. this is coming out. It's going to be there. It's going to take some time here. You know, yeah. but, but that's my point. Though, the new Xbox. It's been, and now it's been two and a half years since we've seen those games period yeah. in any form or fashion. We have not seen if those they, games. Yeah, but anywhere else at all. But this isn't just Matt Xbox. Booty wants to show Fable, but the team said no, not yet. Okay, we don't. right, right, cycle. You believe that? Come on. But this no, isn't just but, an Xbox. If problem, Matt like, Booty and Phil want to show Fable, they show Fable. Metroid. So it's just like 
this is just Ubisoft's had this problem with Beyond Good and Evil. It's just a gaming industry. I don't want to compare Xbox Studios to to Beyond Good and Evil whatsoever. There's Please, nothing no. to compare to Beyond Good and Evil. This is Duke Nukem Forever level. Some of these games that get announced, like they just go away for a few years. Like you just gotta. No, and I don't disagree with yeah. your point, Jess, because we've talked about this. Like I said, after the E3 kind of fallout and like we everything had settled, we had those discussions where I was like, hey, if this is what they're going to do, I'm cool with it. If they're going to pull back from showing stuff mm-hmm. too early, that's fine with me. We can go back to the old days where we didn't get information until it was like a couple <laughs> months from release. That's fine. But again, it's got to be a rolling 12 months. Now we're another six months beyond. I do want to see what's coming fall of next year. I want me, them to sell me on what they've got for fall for sure, at least. Yeah. And an update on some of their bigger titles would be great. Just an update. The ones that they because already of, announced, at least. Yes, they, I'm not saying yes. they got to announce more games that are coming out four years what, away. Contraband. Where's you Contraband? I mean? Where's Contraband? Yeah. Contraband. Contraband has be. been in we thought production it was further for along. three that, years, that four years. It's been three or four years since they started working on three years, I should say. Since yeah. they started working on they they, they gotta have some gameplay for us, Fuzzy, at this point. I mean, Starfield <laughs> started at the at the end of uh, Fallout Four, they said. In twenty sixteen. Yeah. Well, but, the, but that's, that's a, Bethesda. Yeah. But that's a I mean <laughs> it's storyboard, trying to figure out what we're gonna do, stuff like that. So Well, I mean they but that stuff even started before then. They with a yeah. smaller team. But like the full uh, the full production, like bigger production for Starfield started in twenty sixteen. But that's a, you're talking about a, a monster beast of a game with Starfield. And you're also talking plus about. Plus a brand new engine. And also you had COVID mixed in there, which yeah, caused. Plus a brand new engine. Plus a brand new engine. Yeah. yeah. That game, a six year development plus cycle. Plus a thousand planets. Seven year development cycle. <laughs> it's not seem to stretch. How long did it take for them to make God of War 2018? Uh, that was DLC though. Not God of War 2018. Not this one. 2018? Yeah. Wasn't it like supposedly like. Five sad, years several four or five years yeah no it was five years and that's without covid you know what i mean but it got delayed 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 it was supposed to come out uh 20 and 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 look at how that that game is like a linear focus story type game right you know what i mean imagine making a new universe like they can't use like assets again like they did with elder scrolls or like with fallout you're making everything from scratch with starfield I mean, it's a brand new world. I mean, yeah, that goes into the lore, that goes into the world building, that goes into the names of like you know. There's no Tamriel to put your lore based on. You know, yeah, what I you're mean? right. There's Earth. Well, there's more than Earth. There's like <laughs> a thousand planets. There's just so much to build with Starfield. So the fact that that game's taken well, so long does not yeah. surprise me. And Bethesda's process is different from a lot of places. Like yeah. the games are so deep. But we got like frequent updates saying. on Starfield since 2016. Even Todd ha- several Todd Howard yeah. interviews, uh several different sure. trailers. They mentioned it at different E3s and stuff like that. So has that been any question about where is Starfield? Oh my god, nobody knows where it is. That's never but happened. Mav, nobody knows what it is yet. Yeah. So people did used to say, why are you even excited <laughs> for Starfield? They still do. They still do. Yeah. They still do. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> well, hey, everybody. Uh, I want to say thanks again. We got 96 people hanging out here. Um, amazing uh, community. I appreciate everybody watching. If you do like the content here, hit the like button, uh, share and subscribe to the channel. I do appreciate all the channel members as well, all the support that is shown for everybody here yeah. on Fun Speculation and all of our, Absolutely. All of our shows. And, and Alvin, it took him seven plus years and 2,000 devs to make The Last of Us 2 because 
they had to figure out how they were going to kill off one of the best dad characters ever yeah. and ruin that game. That's what it they took 2,000 people to figure out a story. <laughs> yes, yeah. I did. Yeah, they, it's because they all had an argument about it. And, then, and after all that, Jasper, they came up with a golf club. Congratulations. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> says, but Microsoft didn't make it, Mav. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I understand that Xbox gets no credit for Starfield. They get no credit for uh, Psychonauts 2. They get no credit for. Um, Help finance. Like what was the other no games credit? that uh, they're going to say the same Tokyo. shit with Gears of War Six and anything else? Like, oh, Xbox doesn't make their own games anymore. Halo you know, doesn't count Returnal because three, four, three made right? it. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. Halo. Who yeah. made Spider Man? Was it <laughs> Insomniac? Yeah, Insomniac. But, but, but was Sony Spy- shouldn't was... get any credit for that, right? Hey, uh, newsflash: when they made the first Spider Man, they weren't yet owned by. PlayStation. Yeah, but Sony gets credit for Sunset Overdrive, so yeah. It's anyway, just putting that out there. Um, all right, so hey, everybody, we, this this uh, channel and the show is sponsored by Manscaped. So I want to say thank you to Manscaped, our our amazing sponsor. Um, and are you ready for this wonderful um, ad for Manscaped? I hope you are. Um, but everybody, listen up. Tis the season for clean balls. La 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 la. Our friends at Manscaped are helping you clear your driveway for safe travels this holiday season. From stocking stuffers to white elephants, Manscaped's products are at the top of every wish list. Grab some crop mops for your pops or the body buffer for the holiday lover. Win this year's white elephant gift and help all the men in your life go from eggnog to nice hog this December. By going to manscaped.com and using code FUNSPECULATION for 20% off plus free shipping. Um, again, great products. Uh, they, they're, they're quality, I, I got to say. Um, they smell nice, you know. Um, if you what, put... balls? Yeah, it smells like mistletoe. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, not the, that's not the flavor I got. That's not the flavor you got? Oh, Kate, no. <laughs> Kate said it makes her want to kiss. So, oh, yeah. Your balls or your lips? Not going to say. Okay. Her <laughs> uh, girlfriend, when uh, he hangs they're both there, They're both like smooth at this point, so what does it matter, Pong? It's like the same thing. Caitlin says it smells like toe. You're lying. It smells like Whoa. toe. Oh, no. That's <laughs> big toe. Yeah, um, give her the big toe. <laughs> but everybody, <laughs> uh, remember, uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code FUNSPECULATION at manscaped.com. That's 20% off. With free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FUNSPECULATION, MANSCAPED. Get your jingle balls ready for the holidays. Fa la 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 fa balls. Um, <laughs> all right, so... Um, Vic, there's nothing wrong with curiosity, brother. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I'm sure you've tasted some things, too. What? <laughs> what what's Whoa. happening? What's Vic happening? said, why are you tasting it? Why am I tasting wow. it? Because he not- said it tastes... Oh, did I say taste? Did no, I say because taste? I said flavor. I said oh, flavor. That's why. Okay. okay. He's playing off of I got that. you. <laughs> <laughs> would, you would you watch Generation X? <laughs> uh, but that, that code, if you use that code, everybody, it does make a good white elephant gift too. If you give somebody some ball deodorant, you know what I mean? It's a good it's a good thing. But also, uh if you if you do use that code, it does help the channel as well. Right. And uh they, they got great products too. So uh <laughs> Don't be shy. Don't be shy. You know, it's okay. It's okay to it's okay to trim the tree. 
Um, no, it's great. Yeah. You'll feel much better afterwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make sure you trim it up yeah. so this way you can activate your partner's got got 3000 mode <laughs> not everything needs not everything needs a winter coat not not everything no. does um no, it needs, it needs that high, that mid fade mid fade <laughs> <laughs> right on all right so yeah let's get back into this so 2023 um what what do y'all like I, I, this is a stupid question I was about to ask. Are you actually going to ask this? What are you like, most excited? What are y'all most excited about? No, I wanted to get into. Todd, I wanted to get into oh. how much Starfield might dominate twenty twenty three because of Todd Howard's interview, right? Um, ah, Clutch and, Man just came through with a super super chat. If you want to read that one, oh yeah, sure, yeah, let's get to that. Clutch Man oh one with a five dollars super chat. I absolutely appreciate that, Clutch Man. Uh, and he asked a question: Could Microsoft? Be holding gameplay and reveals till E3 next year, since they're anticipating in-person interactions with their games on the show floor. Mm, that's an interesting question because we've heard from different people, um, journalists that are credible, that have played vertical slices or seen vertical, not played, but seen vertical slices of some of these games that have been updated. Uh, games like Avowed and, and stuff like that. So, based on the fact that we know there's new vertical slice type gameplay out there that's been shown to journalists or at least leaked to journalists, that lets me think that they do have gameplay they could show. Because if you got a vertical slice, you could make a gameplay trailer out of that or something. You know what I mean? Um, why they wouldn't show it? Sometimes the devs say we're not ready to or whatever. Uh, sometimes. The could be other reasons, but uh, the fact that, you know, you make a good point about next year's E3 being in person, you know, an actual big gaming event with gamers there and journalists all getting hands on with a lot of these things that could be a big push for them and prepping for E3 next year to blow the doors off the place. And hopefully the ABK deal will be done and completed at that time so they don't have to hold anything back. And could you imagine the impact of that going to let's talk about that for a second. 2023, right? Let's say this ABK deal's done. Everything's no holding back, nothing anymore. You got all these gameplay trailers or demos that you can start showcasing. You got gameplay or you got new game announcements and everything. Could 2023 be Xbox's biggest E3 ever? As long as the ABK deal goes through, yes. It will be a, a massive because there's games there's things that they have not announced that they <laughs> were either wanting to or have some kind of deals uh put through that they just said you know what um we're we're you know right now let's just keep everything hush hush i think once that abk deal Bitch, does five hours through, old. it will be <laughs> we saw those last month <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about nothing <laughs> sorry sorry psycho keep going yeah, yeah Pro- okay. proceed proceed uh yeah it'll be big 
Okay. Jasper, you ruined his whole flow. Way to go. It's all right. I didn't even hear what you said, Jasper. What'd you say? <laughs> it's just a DM. There's a, apparently a, like a leaked video of a Transformers cutscene or something. And Punk said it's old info. I was like, bitch, that video is five hours oh, old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the same. It's oh, the same yeah. video we saw like a month yeah. ago when they first yeah. talked. We, we like to bust each other's balls in the DMs. We have this thing, <laughs> um, guys, because we really? always share we always share news with each other. And it's fucking hilarious because it, it happens all the time. One of us will share something that somebody else did like an hour before or like even five minutes before or five seconds before. But the amount of shit that we give each other for being second, <laughs> to, that, the amount of shit that we give each other for like repeating somebody else's post, it, it's fucking hilarious. And we, Psycho started it. Psycho was like, would post yeah. stuff from like three days ago after you wake and, up. Yeah. Like from his like, yeah, but I get up and I, I wake up late then because I didn't go to bed till like four in the fucking morning. Yeah. Yeah. After you got and, out of your Dave Matthews band concert, went and banged your neighbor's, yeah. uh, bang your neighbor's mom. And then, then you get home exactly. and you wake up at four o'clock the next afternoon. You're like, Oh shit. Xbox bought Activision. I got to let everybody know. <laughs> but but what that means, Psycho, is that you don't take the time to appreciate what we've posted in a DM. So you don't right. scroll back and catch up. You just go, oh, I got breaking news. I got to post it. <laughs> well, because usually it pops up on my feed. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I got to tell the guys. And then, oh, fuck. No, no. But to Psycho, to get back on track, to your point, though, which you were making about E3 next year. Yes, all the stuff that they are withholding, they could absolutely do for E3 if the ABK deal goes through, right? That's going to be a huge celebration unto itself. But all this stuff that is in the traffic jam yes. is, is being held up. Absolutely, E3 could be the place where they just you know, absolutely drop bomb after bomb on us that they've been withholding this entire time. Um not that they, you know, again, that's common sense, but we thought last year's E3 was going to be huge, and look at what they did. They pulled the rug out from underneath us, right? So it was still a great show, obviously, but they didn't do what we expected them to do last year. But I think you're right, Psycho. If the ABK deal is closed by then, and they can just go, finally, or we can talk about all the stuff we want to talk about. Yeah, we could get the gameplay that Mav was talking about that, you know, that's been hidden this entire time because they don't want to make any waves right now. I agree. With but I would say that you don't get any Activision's becoming no. like part of that E3 show. It's going to be a, a couple more years, I would say, mm -hmm. because you still have to deal with all those exclusive deals that they've already signed with sure. PlayStation. You still got to do with all that. Sure. They still got to make more games. But they so can like, announce all the Game Pass games coming in. Yeah. But you can get the Game Pass <laughs> stuff, but like I, I don't see them like... You know how they have right, right now with like Bethesda and Xbox show. I don't know sure, if they... Sure add Activision into that just yet for the eh, next year's think No, but there could be small things. Or yeah. or Phil could walk out and simply state StarCraft. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly back. what like, I was that, saying. That, yes. Right. Yeah. I, you've read my mind, dude. That's <laughs> like if Phil getting like, to say that come out wearing a StarCraft yeah. t shirt. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. Even that symbol alone, he doesn't even say anything about StarCraft. If he just right. shows up wearing a StarCraft t shirt. T shirt. Right? It's on. It's yeah, not like Donkey Kong at that point. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Do you think we're going to get information about Indiana Jones at next year as well? Because it seems like from Todd and what's going on like behind the scenes right now that that game is kind of getting into kind of full production mode um, mm -hmm. with machine games uh, with, uh, was it Jens Anderson, I believe, right? Yep. 
yeah. formerly of Starbreeze, uh, Chronicles of Riddick. This is a big hire. People don't yeah. realize it. Um, <laughs> the younger generation, especially. I kind of yeah. don't think we get that. Like, I think we probably get more info about that at another show before Xbox's show. Just like some random thing. I don't know. I I, I get this impression. I can that see, like I can see it be like some... a Comic Con or some like Disney if it's event exclusive. Or it comes. Yeah, if it's exclusive to Xbox, they yes. may save it. But yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Fuzz. What were you going to say? I, I, no, I was going to say, I, I think they wait to show any gameplay or anything further until the movie is closer to release type of deal. Like, I think, was it June that it, the movie comes out? Yeah. So I think that's when we see the first gameplay. Now, whether it's at E3 or like, you know, the movie trailers that you see when you're in the theater type of deal. I think that's when it gets shown now. As but far this as game, this game has nothing to do with this movie. It's like it's a completely different story. And stuff, oh yeah, so. it definitely. Yeah. But it I, they're going to use their advantage from what they've learned from <laughs> yeah. Sony and and the other hype. you know yeah. like was it metaverse type <laughs> things or or multiverse type things where it's like oh yeah go ahead and have you know some synergy between the movie and the game even though it's not going to follow that same timeline or whatnot but. You know, while people are, you know, act- actively going to the movie or pursuing, you know, seeing the trailer, hey, let's put the gameplay out there and get, you know, some hype up for that as well. So, yeah. Um, we got another super chat from Alvin. Mm-hmm. $5. Appreciate you, bro. He says Phil Spencer, StarCraft Ghost tattoo on his bicep at E3 <laughs> or we riot. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Phil um, does not seem like the tattoo guy to me at all. No, uh, temporary one. Temp, temp tattoo? That'd be insane. Yeah. Let's say he's got yeah. like tattoos all over his body. So he rolls up his sleeve. He's got a full back got, like, tattoo, ten, and we just don't know. It. He's got like ten <laughs> games on his sleeve, right? He's got like right. StarCraft there, and you know, you got like and the, and the other side is all the studio purchases yeah. that they've been holding back. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's another thing. You know, yeah. after the ABK deal gets done yeah. is there stuff that they wanted to do some smaller deals that they could have yeah. they, they could yeah. execute on square Absolutely. things like that um yep. square enix <laughs> is not a smaller <laughs> deal but uh that would that would be insane it's smaller than activision <laughs> io certain affinity oh man that would be freaking I, I will tell you this if the abk deal did get blocked for whatever yeah. reason that would be the first thing I would do is I would go just offer the fucking moon to Square Enix just to yeah. shove it in Sony's face. Just buy Japan. <laughs> <laughs> just buy Japan. <laughs> the land so, no, the no, I said that the other day too, Mav. 100%. Yeah. If that ABK deal does not go, I'd be the pettiest and that'd be the yeah. spot that I would hit Sony the hardest. I would just go turn around and buy Square. I'd just yeah. be like, fine. Here we go. Yeah. Now have fun. And so then start uh, enjoy your last final content fantasy. for like the next six years. <laughs> yep. Enjoy start your last so final they can't fantasy. get one triple A. Start make a new studio, right? Call it X Sony Devs Studio, and send contract offers to Corey Barlog, uh, Drew Murray again. Come back to Xbox. You know, <laughs> uh, like all all the top talent at all the Sony studios. Just send them all like them. massive contract offers <laughs> to come and work together on a on a new. Imagine studio. if they bought Drunkman. <laughs> they bought <laughs> Dill Drunkman. Yeah, just by the, every fucking major Sony exec studio executive and talent they have there, and just make like the biggest third person action adventure game ever made. You know what I mean? Uh, and call and call it Fu 
Uh, <laughs> call it Fu Pony the game. <laughs> no, it'll be almost all of us the game. Yeah, almost all. <laughs> almost all of us. Game. Um, <laughs> call it uh, not Call of Duty. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, they could. I mean, really though, like there's so many things that Xbox could do like next year, and I can't wait for it. I think they're going to dominate, but I want to get into Starfield because Todd dropped a lot of Todd nuggets in there. Um, and uh, this game, bro, uh, this game, uh, people say, why are you excited about Starfield? Because it, does, like, it, it doesn't have God of War graphics or stuff. You know. <sighs> why did somebody's grandma show up? I don't know. <laughs> why why did the old man from Family Guy just show up here? <laughs> we didn't offer us any popsicles. <laughs> Hello again. Um Starfield's gonna be a fucking monster. I mean I really I think I think Xbox would have potential like a game of generation on their hands next year. I I I mean it could it could be speaking too soon. I don't know. But look at Skyrim. Right, Skyrim, still played all by a lot of people today. It's been released on everything. Right, Starfield is the next big creation like that, except bigger, going further than they've ever gone before. And when they were talking about taking inspiration from like older school Elder Scrolls games, like Daggerfall and stuff like this, to like, I mean, there, this is going to be a a different beast than people got in that trailer that people tried to pick apart is show. You can't really emphasize what's all in the game like this from like simple gameplay clips, right? It's uh, it's going to be absolutely insane. Uh, I, Jasper, because you're a space nut. Yeah. I'm, and I know you were probably geeking out over this interview, right? Yeah. Um, what was, because they had a lot of space talk and stuff like that about like what was your biggest takeaways about about that i mean he talked about like uh kind of basing it off our space technology now so that's just kind of cool where you're getting to see the like what our future could look like kind of more relative like it's not gonna be like star wars our future isn't gonna be like star wars anytime soon so it's like just seeing like the evolution of humans in like a game and it's like space. Like I just love space stuff, but I'm just more interested in the aspect of like, there can be so many like Easter eggs in this game with just like NASA lore that we have now. Like if this game's like 300 years in the future, whenever it takes place, like you could just be like flying your spaceship and come across the Voyager set, like space probe, like, hundreds of millions of miles away and just pick it up and then return it back to earth as like a mission yeah. that's so cool to like pick up something we launched in 1970 and just take it back to earth in starfield i don't know yeah, yeah. it's insane they talked about how they're gonna have to dumb down the ai a little bit because how dominant it would be over us if they actually like went as far as they could with it as well um even going into like the robots and and stuff like that because Todd was saying that if they really like projected where they think like the AI and the robots and stuff will be at that point, like it could broke yeah, it could break the that. game. Like yeah. it's just like like it just dominate the human race or something. Pretty much if they 
they wanted it to. Um, the, the interesting dev part that I picked out was uh, he said that they have it like an AI script that they constantly run. Like every time there's a new build, that they runs like the first two missions or whatever, and then there's yeah. like other sections yeah, these, that they like yeah, run. I thought that, that was like, really play through the whole games and shit like yeah. constantly. Um, Kate wants me to sound like uh, the son on Family Guy. I don't know if I can do that. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, so what? What about the Yupong? Like, uh, I mean, you were geeking out over it, of course, as well. I mean, not. It was a great interview, right? Best Fantastic. interview Todd's ever done, yeah. by far. I listened yeah. to it twice on my way back Did to you? Florida. Nice. Yep. So. What what's your like? Did it elevate your excitement at all? I mean, it was yeah. possible. Is it was it possible to elevate your excitement for Starfield? It it is to a certain degree, um, because as I said last night on PM and the PM, I actually think this game is bigger and trying to do things beyond even what somebody like myself is expecting or hyping. Uh, from Todd, the way that Todd's talking about this game. They're talking about using decades of knowledge that they've gathered and learned from between generational games in Fallout and Elder Scrolls. And they're talking about, he's talking about using that knowledge that they've gained all those years and realizing not just after like Fallout 3, but realizing after Skyrim how long people spend their time in their games. And wanting to make Starfield, like that's one of the philosophies that they, they took into Starfield was like, we know people are going to be playing this game. You know, and to, of course, Todd said, hopefully. But I mean, we you all can know. see that with their games now. Like, right, uh, you can see it now. Skyrim, they added like a build yes. a house DLC, and then yes. Fallout 4 is yes. native in there. So it's like, but you taking, see they, yeah. Taking all that, right, and everything they learned from Fallout 4 with the building and making it even more expansive here in Starfield. And when he starts talking about the other big thing that that I took, and I, I, I said this last night with Colt, was the AI, not the AI, the scripting AI that they run, but he talked in depth about how they do the AI and that they're one of the only devs out there that in this type of open world sandbox game, that they are they still have their other AI, even when you're not in that area, doing things. Now, he said it's obviously dramatically peeled back from what it would be if you were like in that town, but that AI is still running. And he said that that's part of the dynamic that you get when you start like a quest in a whole separate area. And then you wind up that quest intersects with this AI that's been running still. That's where you get that, those, those moments that you don't get on any other game. And then he talked about that. They are looking down into the future that they want the AI to actually have goals and to actually have purpose within the world so that you just don't feel like you're going to the guilds to get quests and that you eventually you already know my whole time here with this guild is me getting quests from them and eventually getting to a point where I take over the guild. And he said that he wants it eventually that the guild, let's say the mages guild, actually has their own goals in the world so that when you're not even interacting with them, the mage guild is doing things. That yeah, so when I get my wife, like in Skyrim, yeah. she'll actually <laughs> yes. use my money and go right. out and buy some right. cheese. Right, right, right. Exactly. You come back home to a fully furnished home, but all your gold's gone, right? Yeah. So I think that we start seeing that here in Starfield because they he talked about extensively how they've been looking down the road to do this. And I think that Starfield, 
all devs do this when they start thinking about new technology and where things are going and what they want to try their next game is usually where they start experimenting stuff with so i think that starfield is going to be the start of that experiment because um we got hints about it uh he talked about how you can go travel to a star system and all of a sudden you know you'll you'll come across freighters who are are shipping freight well those yeah. freighters will reach out to you and yes. you don't know for sure what they're you know we don't they're know what pirates. that's going to be right and they got the pirates involved so if that's what he's talking about and we're going to get to that point where we start seeing some of this advanced ai in starfield which i believe we will then that's going to add a whole new dynamic level yes. to what we all already say is the best sandbox or most of us not everybody not everybody agrees but the biggest most expansive sandbox rpg experience that you can have is from bethesda that's going to take this to a whole nother level if i wind up flying into a, a system that i was not even into and all of a sudden there's some huge battle going on because two factions have started warring with each other and all of a sudden i'm throwing the middle of it while i'm on one of the other missions well that's a whole different thing here right so mm-hmm. i think it, that's ex- it, go ahead it, i was gonna say it will be interesting to see if they yeah. can actually get this to pay off because like right. this is kind of the same promises that cyberpunk had correct but so correct. like i'm just wondering if like the technology in these last two years or whatever has come to the point and, where they can actually introduce that and a lot's going to be with the creation engine and that's what i'm saying if there's again todd always and he admitted it he admits it in every interview basically and this is the problem that i have that people that shred you know bethesda or shred todd howard and call him a liar yes there's plenty of video out there where you can say he he overpromised and underdelivered, right a lot like peter molyneux used to do at lionhead right people used yes. to come down on peter for doing the same thing but as David Jaffe said on his podcast last month, when he you know went after his chat for saying that, when he showed one of the question and answer sessions they had with Todd, and his chat blew up and was talking about, oh, Bethesda, Todd's a liar, blah, blah, blah. And he said, I want people in this industry that want to shoot that far out. And if shoot they don't the hit there, right, if they don't hit there, but they push that bar further because they were shooting for you know for really far out there stuff that's what we need in this industry and that's why todd if there's one team and you're right jasper they're probably not going to hit on everything that we could possibly conceive of or that todd wanted to but what i'm saying is is that if there's one team that is going to move this genre forward it it's going to be bethesda if there's one team that i had to pick out of all the devs out there to start a brand new IP. And that's the one thing that is interesting here. With Fallout, they had all the lore built from them from In Exile. Now, of course, they added their own and they changed things and they took it to a whole new style. So that was, you know, that that's awesome. And that that's something to be commended because they took a, a top-down, uh, you know, CRPG and turned it into a first-person game. So that's to be commended. Elder Scrolls, they've been working on Elder Scrolls for decades, so all the lore is built in there. They've got a lot of the pieces. Starfield's brand spanking new from scratch. And yes, Todd's had the idea in his head, but they are building the IP from scratch, brand new. If there's one team that I want doing that, that I can say that I have the utmost confidence that it's going to be generational type game, just like Skyrim, just like Fallout was, it's this team right here. So when I hear Todd talking about this, I am extremely confident. And again, this interview was amazing from top to bottom, even the non-gaming stuff. We got to hear Todd's inner thinking 
deeper than we have before. It was so mm-hmm. insightful on the whole process that that whole team goes through. And for anybody that wants to hear about dev work, at least how Bethesda does it, he runs through the entire steps that they follow through to get from start to end. And it's really interesting. But I think that this team right here is got the generational game on their hands. I have zero again there's a lot of places that it could trip up it could come out and be the most unpolished bethesda game which would be saying a lot it could be terrible people could be complaining about it whatever else but i at the end of the day if i had to lay down my money on a game that was going to be generational it would be this game and i think starfield is the next big one yeah exactly xbox did sony want to purchase it for multiple years of exclusivity if not full exclusivity there's a reason why everybody that saw this game or that saw the idea of where when it was a few years ago wanted this game. And obviously yep. Xbox put up the money to buy Zenimax because obviously bigger reasons than just Starfield. But yeah, at the end of the day, this game is that system seller. And that was the other interesting part about that interview, Mav, was that when Todd talked about how this is the first time as an exclusive title, they've had to be, quote unquote, a system seller. And that there is more pressure on him and his team. Uh, and I thought that was really interesting because obviously, you know, Todd doesn't show those little, you know, those little weaknesses, that, but you could see it in his face. He was like actually kind of concerned and kind of sweating over the fact that there was a lot riding on Starfield to be mm-hmm. that game. Um, yeah. But again, if there was a team that I had to pick out with all what the pressure that? on them to make it, it's this team right here. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm more hyped than I, I mean, I just want to explore yeah. space, everything on yes, top of that. Exactly. <laughs> well, right, yeah. right. That's why I said, I just want to be able to go out. And when he talked about the planets and he said, those planets, they got leveling systems on them for the systems and stuff that excited me. But he also oh, talked the about tiles me. dude. Yeah. About the tiles. But then he just said that those planets are there for you to make your own. And he just wants those to be the quiet moments that we got in certain areas of Skyrim. But now you got whole planets where you can just kind of have to yourself and explore at your own pace. And if you enjoy the different sunrises and sunsets and the moons, and all, you can just sit there and enjoy that. Mm-hmm. All of that's going to be there. And I'm just thinking to myself, Photo like mode. Jasper, Pirate's Life for me, <laughs> I can't wait to start ha- I can't wait to start taking over freighters. I'm going to have a whole planet full of ships that I've stolen. It's going to be freaking <laughs> You just hear like yeah. throw planet and throw away planet. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's going to be crazy when they do implement machine learning to these AIs and they do have a mind of their own, meaning that they do daily tasks. Because if you watch uh, the GameStack live from 20, I think 2020, 2021, uh, they talk about machine learning, like really go in depth of what possibilities with machine learning. It's going to be insane if that's, uh, being into, implemented into uh, Starfield with the the NPCs, holy shit! They they can do like what Pong was saying. They can have territorial battles uh, just out just uh, out of a whim, and then you come back like let's say like you stole my weeks, damn chicken. A <laughs> well, couple weeks later, you come back and like where you, you had two factions that that whole that all the factions totally annihilated from that planet because the other you know it's it's just ongoing and changing uh that really has it's like a life of its own the randomness has, the randomness yes, up to, to that, another level like it's exactly yeah. and yeah. that's where i kind of got what uh todd was saying and here we are with you know with if they're using the machine learning into the using the technology to really 
bring their vision into us gamers. Holy shit. It's going to be a game that is going to be spoken about for it's it's going to be like remember the uh, xbox series x s and ps5 generation starfield's going to be that game that's going to be yeah. the, the thing i think that i got from it though is that he doesn't necessarily gameplay design wise want that level of randomness in the game right because when he was talking about it, he was talking about a lot about it's like Disney World in a way for the player. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he said you have to control some you stuff. Have, you can't you have to be yeah. fully open. You have to have it controlled in, in a sense to where, like, yes, these characters are going about their task and doing their things and stuff like that. But when you're there, they all have to react to you and stuff. And if you're, like, just gone and then, like, earth is destroyed <laughs> right well, because, no, no you know what i mean yeah. the, because like technology because the because the machine learning ai is so good that all of a sudden this one civilization starts getting so advanced that they start to attacking the other civilization yeah why the other have... civilization away from existence <laughs> that all of a sudden you have but like intergalactic what, battles going on but you know what i mean getting, like, you get crazy i think there's I was like a level of that, control there you know what i was getting out of that was controlling the aspects that if it's so open that you just won't know what to do, so you have to have some level of control, so you have like some, some yes. like guidance of what to do in the game. Like I think that's yeah. more what he's talking but about. When that. they right. when they code for the machine learning, real quick, Pong. When they code for the machine learning, what they have a start to end parameters that they put in that they they can go to this point, but then that's they can escalate into like a. Uh, destroying the fucking planet type situation. They they can't get that, but like taking over a, t- a territory, things like that, yeah. that might not be out of the realm of what a- the I AI just don't is know if possible. we'll see well, that. He said that in the interview. He said yeah. that in the interview where uh, back in, what was it like Daggerfall, NBCs could just pick at all the chest weapons. Yeah. So they had I was to just gonna bring pull that up. it back. Yeah. 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 So they had yeah. to pull it back and, and yeah. like. Because the NBCs went into the treasure <laughs> right. chest and pulled the best <laughs> weapons <laughs> out. Right. That was classic. <laughs> yeah. So they have it. Twer still, yeah. though, it's coded in that like the NPCs will grab random weapons, though, and that's something that's yes. unique to their it's gotta games. It's got to be dropped. Right? Yeah, it's got to yeah. be dropped. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like what I took away from it is that they put a lot of these things in there to separate their games out, to make the NPCs seem more intelligent, to make them seem mm-hmm. better and stuff. But when he was asked about, specifically about that question about how are, are these characters living their lives and stuff, you know what yes. I mean? How, how far does that go? You know? Um, and he was, he pulled back. Todd did at that moment and said, well, it's not really about that. It's more about having a believable world for that. When you go there to, for, for you to feel like it's a realistic world and for you to get that experience and everybody's there to react to the player. Right. So in that sense, I don't know how much of the random AI stuff they're going to throw into that. Because if you're talking about like, well, I'm not. I don't think cycles. I mean, cycles talk about game changing stuff. Like it would change the entire game. I think it's like people doing jobs. Like yeah, going to work on Monday. (laughs) Right. Yeah, Yeah. having actual goals and agendas within that Mm -hmm. world so that it seems more believable. That's that's something that 2K is supposed to be working on. 
too. Right. Clouds. Right. And I think that we're going to get to that point where maybe somebody someday will come out with a game where yeah. absolutely everything can change. And I just don't, I'm just not expecting that in a Starfield yeah. update in the future. No, 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 no. I'm just saying we're going to start to see a little bit mm-hmm. more advanced AI that they're trying out that we could see some new interact interactions between NPCs that we didn't see before. You know, oh, Colt came sure. up with the perfect yeah. Colt came up with the perfect example that's already in there to a certain degree when Colt told a story about Sven. Yeah. Right? His <laughs> his his guy that he left at a crossroads and Sven went back home, but then Colt couldn't find him. Like he had left him and he had all of his equipment and he couldn't find Sven. And then he wound up in a random dragon battle near Sven's home. And some of the townsfolks had come to help. And there's Sven battling next to Colt. (laughs) That that was awesome. That's already a part Mm -hmm. of what they do. But I think that he was talking about expanding that out where there was not just the the common stuff, but that they did have some higher level stuff going on where some of the more important stuff could be happening around you even without you being there. But yeah, game-changing, like world-changing stuff, probably not yet. But It's I more just s- to make the world feel like yeah. it's alive. Like, well, alive. Kind of like right. what Cyberpunk kind of promised where they were like any NPC, yeah. like you can get their phone number and interact with yeah. them, like that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I think that's closer to reality instead yeah. of like blowing up a planet. Yeah, I just don't know if that's... <laughs> I don't think... I just don't know if that's machine learning. I think that's just them doing their thing. Well, machine learning is the ability to give, give AI almost did, like a, did they say they're using that in starfield though no they yeah. haven't mentioned a machine learning yet well there's a lot of they're working with are... xbox engineers so you know. yeah yeah and xbox is or microsoft is leading machine learning right now with amd so uh it's in direct x12 ultimate so that's it's one of those things that uh it's very interesting to see what they implement. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's, like I said, the machine learning AI, that's what, uh, from GameStack, that is like their definition of what it, the possibility it, it, right. it actually could do. It could have its mind of its own, but as, you could put it in, but you as long as you put it the parameters in for whatever, it could do more than just, right. like they said, like, you know, if you a character is at this point, every time you go, you know how realistic is that so sometimes it actually can leave the town go somewhere else and come back uh at a later date unless you go and try to hunt them down so that's the thing that's the one thing with machine learning that is capable that you know if there's a freighter that has like special uh equipment special weapons but it's time that it comes around you that solar system every so often um Unless you find out where it's going to be, it's like a secret. It's, it's those little things that it's that it could do uh, that will make uh, the game feel special because it's not like, oh, look, it's that same AI character right there again uh, that I passed for the fifteenth time. Uh, it could be someone different. It could be you know things are ongoing and changing slightly. Not like like Mav saying uh blowing up planets. I don't think they will I don't think they'll put God uh Death Stars uh, in there. Yeah, That'd exactly. Be amazing. That'd be amazing. Yeah. But when you start talking about the AI have like agendas of their own yeah. and like you know that starts opening up the possibilities of like motivation to get stronger, to get more powerful, mm-hmm. to you know unlock more of the potential maybe make it make allegiances and and right. you know what i mean make enemies and all these different scenarios and it, i find that interesting 
right th- that there could be a game like that one day you know what i mean um starfield i do feel like those is based on how todd's responses are they open things up more than any other game that he goes in to say they want to say yes and they want to make the world more believable everything tangible but i think all the choices they make within the ai mm-hmm. are their decisions right mm-hmm. within within programming that they do like for the example of the ai picking up those weapons and all those things intentionally right like specific things and i think they're going above and beyond what they've ever done with starfield before correct um i just don't know if technically that's machine learning or if it's just really good programming right yeah, yeah with i don't this think one, they're using machine machine learning right i think it's yeah just that's advanced what i'm saying ai at yes. this point that's what i'm saying i i, I like the aspect of that but uh, i just don't know if that's what this game is and i think that it doesn't really matter because again when you when you're in this world based on everything they have talked about you're going to get the sense of like the characters and the dialogue and the choices matter like everything is going to be like very tangible and important he even went on to talk about like romances and stuff and like I don't know. I think there's gonna be like full on fucking at this in this game. Is what Todd's, uh, Todd sounds like. Um, I mean, like he's like those those are very special to me. You know, he's like yep. he, he feels like it's <laughs> he likes uh, um, getting that relationship and growing it and uh, and having it pay off. He feels like he achieved something. So based on how much he's talking about how the companions are and relationship building and romances are and stuff like that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see like how far that goes in Starfield. Fuzzy, Fuzzy, did this interview get you more hype, man? I was already at 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 like the the mountaintop. <laughs> no, no, I'm certain. at the mountaintop. You're down on the hill, Fuzzy, compared to me. So <laughs> you come well, on, yeah. But but, <laughs> but it, it it's. I think the big things are that I I just want to see this game on my console, <laughs> and I I. Uh, I don't know. I I there's so much stuff that he talked about that that's of interest as far as like it's not going to be as punishing with the whole fuel thing. Um just o- overall I I think the thing that that got me going the most is just that how he wants to just still keep things within like you said within our our you know NASA time or or our tech our imagination or, or, for the future yeah, and yeah. and reasonable future yeah yeah, yeah re- reasonable future and 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 that's i guess the best aspect of it it's, it's not going to be your your star wars with lightsabers and things like that although i i would Somebody's have to imagine it. if <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's there's going to be mods for that and stuff but I, I i just can't wait to see you know like creating a ship possibly getting that ship jacked from you or or you know finding another ship that might be more to your liking and stealing that ship from the npcs and just the interactions and stuff and knowing that like if we all start a mission and basically try to take the same path it still may wind up with different results or different interactions or or occurrences and and things along those lines i think that's that's just the exciting parts of it on top of what was already exciting about this game. It's just, I'm, I'm, I'm to the point where it's like, come on, hurry up and let it be May or June or whenever <laughs> we get this thing. Hopefully it's a little bit sooner than that, but uh, I don't know. 
Um, my only real concern is just that I don't want this to be delayed till next November, but it's not. I'm I'm starting to get some of those those fears if this ABK thing keeps dragging on. Like they're like, oh well, it's you know November 11, 11, 23 or or eleven twelve twenty three or something type of thing. So I want we're predictions not, for months. I want I want predictions for months for Starfield for Forza Motorsport, which is another game that's going to blow people's socks off next year. Yeah, I mean. Uh, if we think Need for Speed is pretty, and we think Forza Horizon Five is pretty, I mean, just wait till Forza Motorsport drops. Um, it's gonna be insane. And Redfall, right? Mm-hmm. What are the What are the month predictions? February first for Forza. February fifteenth for Redfall. February twentieth. <laughs> February, February, February. Might as well just every game release in February. Period. Just let them all ballot it out. You know. <laughs> No, I think it's probably like March is Forza. Uh, maybe May is Redfall, and then like June, late June is Starfield. Mm. Okay, hmm. so you go with Forza first, March, and then you said what? What for uh, Redfall? May is May, and a- then maybe June. April. Eh, April. Okay. Uh, so you're sticking to the within the twelve months. Thing. Yeah. Okay. What What about you, Fuzz? I'm I'm thinking Redfall early early March like within the first week of March. Yeah. Uh, that way it misses the whole crowd of February, um, and gets its own airtime and and whatnot. The next two are the the hard ones. I I'm thinking whatever one comes next is going to be May. I think they skip April altogether. Um, but I I I'm. My gut tells me it's going to be Starfield for May, and the the one that I'm probably anticipating the most it'll be the one that's in June because they had to push it, you know, a couple more weeks just to make sure everything is buttoned up before release. So I'm I'm thinking that one winds up being like late June, maybe even early July, but we get at least a demo probably before E3. So that right. that'll be like their quote-unquote saving grace for the 12-month window okay fair enough uh so you're also within the 12-month window all together okay psycho what about you uh sorry pong but i do think uh starfield will be pushed (laughs) um i'm saying i think it's possibly we'll see a, a uh, September. So, so uh, you're saying Todd's lying this whole time? No. Well, in polishing phase, you're saying that he's lying the whole time. They need a year for polishing, is what you're saying. Well, I think it's more than just polishing. Uh, if they really want Bethesda to be this game to be the exclamation point for Xbox, I think they're just going to hold off. I mean, what's three years? more months? Why not two years? Well, that's make it the best. Put in everything. Put in landing and takeoff. Put in all of it. Or they can't do that. That's Fuck it. We need much. two thousand planets. Still ain't another three years. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, three months uh, past the you know, because June. We're looking at June at the latest for Starfield if that's what they decide to do. Yeah. Uh, but if they three more months if they delay until September release, uh, that kind of gives you into that fall uh, window. Um, 
possibly do something like that. Um, but I do, I want to say Redfall will be probably very early, um, a March release, not the February because February is fucking oversaturated as it is. So I'm thinking of March, uh, and, uh, like a May, maybe June for more, uh, Forza, maybe May for Forza Motorsports. That's where uh, I'm, where I am. Um, now, if they do decide to release Starfield in that 12 months window, as they said they were going to, then uh, then it will be just March will be Red, um, Redfall, April will be motor, uh, Motorsport, and then uh, May will be uh, Starfield. Okay. This month. Cool. I like it. Pong. Yes, sir. What are the what are the three three months? Well, um, Redfall March. It, it, I think they could actually have Redfall end of January, um, but if it doesn't hit January, they're going to stay out of February completely. There's no reason. Like March, I would say I'm leaning towards March for Redfall. Um, I'd love to say that Todd's going to have his pick of dates uh, that he loves so much for his launches, but I don't think he's going to have that. I mean, I would love it. I already said. You know, May 23rd, 23, um, you know, that week uh, right before uh, Memorial Weekend um, would be a big launch. You'd have it out. The hype would already be rolling. They let him pick the first date, then I let him pick the second one. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. And I just don't think he's going to have that. Yeah, I I don't think he's going to have that say per se. Or so I I think the hype would be fantastic to have up front, have Starfield out, you know, rave reviews, hopefully. And again, for anybody who's going to be looking for reviews up front, it's not going to happen. You can go back to an article. Todd is not going to give out review codes um, until maybe he said uh, 24 hours before launch. So we're not going to have early reviews. So you get everybody a chance. Reviews start rolling in a couple weeks later, right around E3 time. You get the hype going. Everybody's talking about Starfield, you know, whatever. That'd be, I think that'd be fantastic. But if I had to put money on it, um, I say that it's the week of E3 they launched Starfield, uh, and they used the hype for that um, rolling into E3, depending on the ABK deal. But I think June uh, for Starfield, if I had to put money on it, early June. Um, I think the one that does get pushed is Forza. Um, just due to Turn 10's perfection, uh, due to the fact that they admitted that they're not even going to start polishing until January, um, I think Forza gets pushed. Uh, I think Forza comes out in August. Um, I would have a problem with it because as I said in our DMs, when cycle has been pushing this whole Starfield getting delayed, uh, Microsoft can't lie anymore uh, with their dates. They have to start hitting dates. Um, and they told us 12 months for E3. It's time they start hitting that. And I know, again, I don't have a problem with delaying. I don't, if the game needs it, it's gotta be delayed. So be it. But with Starfield already having one delay, you can't delay it again. It already had a date. You already moved it. You already disappointed a huge group of people out there. You got to make it. You got to have it hit. Um, so I think that that one's got to hit. Redfall, like I said you know, earlier, I think Redfall's been ready, uh, way ready. So I don't think that one gets pushed. But I think Forza, you never gave a specific date on it yet. Yeah, you said it would be the next 12 months. But if you did have to push Forza until like August, um, I think that's the one that you do it with. And I think that's the one that makes the most sense with the time frame and how turn 10 are absolute perfectionists. Fuzzy can tell you about that, what they go into to get those games polished as much as possible with a brand new engine, 
Um, I think that that's the one that does get pushed, and you can kind of you can kind of sneak that one through and say, well, we never really gave a date on that one. So, um, but I would like to see Microsoft start hitting the things that they say they're going to hit. And I know not all of it is out in their control, but if they've delayed a lot of this stuff because of the ABK deal, you got to give your customers something. Um, and I still think they got one. I, I still think they got a couple more games for the end of the year. So I don't see Starfield getting pushed to the fall. That would just, that would be, uh, I, I just don't see it happening. On top of my own personal feelings about Starfield, I just don't see it happening because I think they've got Avowed or Hellblade 2 ready for the fall Christmas push. So I don't think he wants Starfield there. Okay. Right on. Well, I put this out there, so I guess I got to answer the question as well. And I, there's two different worlds that we live in. The world where everybody says Xbox is holding things back because of ABK. Like, if you're holding thing, little game trailers back... Like, you can actually release full-ass exclusive games. You know what I mean? Like, especially the ones that are being used the most against them in the regulatory discussion. Like, so, I hope that's not the case, right? I hope they're not waiting for this deal to be done. The thing, reason I don't think they are is because they knew, they they predicted fiscal year 2023 when they decided the whole 12-month thing for E3, right? So, they already knew that. So if they had done the twelve month thing and put those games in there, knowing they weren't going to put them out until after ABK deal, then that's just dumb, right? So I'm going to pretend like that doesn't exist. The thing is with that though, they have a game. They could have a game for the first six months, a first party game. Like they have, they could have Age of Empires. They could have Minecraft Legends. They could have Redfall. They could have Starfield. Yep. They could have Forza. They could ha- they're going to have at least some first party games come out the first half. So, yes, they will. But they said all those games that we saw at E three were coming out within twelve months. Yeah, and that was after a year that you had no first party big games. So they got to stick to it. I'm with Pong. They got to stick to that. Um, that's why I don't. I'm not a hundred percent on the fact that they pushed them out this year because at that point, what does it matter if the deal's done not done yet anyway? I like. Well, you're releasing the game 2023 instead of 2022, but still the deal's not done yet. Like, I, I don't know. Um, however, I think I'm going to go out on a limb. All right, I'll go. I'll go big. I'll go bold here, guys. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ruffle some feathers with this one. Mm-hmm. Say Redfall, late January. Yeah. I think late January and potentially Dark Tide. Dark Tide is the other thing to consider. Too. Yeah. When that's ready, um, I think late late January because I, if they are planning on hitting all three of those games in the first six yeah. months, it makes sense to hit the first one as soon as possible in Agreed. in January. So in late in late January, and potentially that release date could be revealed at the Game Awards. They have Age Two coming out the twenty seventh, I think, of January. So didn't matter. Didn't <laughs> matter. They said those three games were going to be there within twelve months. So I'm looking at separating them out a little bit, okay? And I don't think they want to go like April, May, June. You know what I mean? So Not necessarily, no. no. I think <laughs> I think January. I think March, and I think either May or June for the other one. The question is, what falls where? Um, I'm with Fuzzy a little bit that 
Forza in the polishing phase, and, and you, Tupong, might have needed the most polish on that. But I'm not going to go as far as to push it back into the fall. Sure. I'm going to say that's the May or June game. I would love you. If this turns out, I'll love you. And then I will say that Starfield, Starfield is in March. And we get Redfall in January. I think you were right yesterday when we were talking about this, Pong, that both of those games have been pretty much done. Yeah. Um, 3-23-23 And I Thursday. think they're more ready to go than Forza <laughs> is based on the fact of what that interview said. But I don't know if it takes a whole year of polishing, right, for Forza. I think they can polish it up within a few months, probably. It is a racing game, so it's not like... And they, and they build these games out so, like... I mean, they've been working on this game for a long time, you know. Um, I know it's a new engine and stuff, but I think, I think uh, late May, early June for motorsport. Like, I love you. Um, between that twenty May twenty third date you gave to like June fifteenth, somewhere between that three week period, then I think uh, Starfield is late March, and uh, and then um, Redfall is late January. Yep. I'm. I mean, that's. I hope that's the case. Anyway. Yep. So do I. One hundred percent. That'd be best case scenario. Yeah, that would be best case scenario. Worst yeah. case scenario is none of these games release until after the ABK deal is done, except for maybe yeah. Forza Motorsport. Because that's the one that was already Xbox exclusive beforehand and not part of any acquisitions or anything like that. So they could get away with it, probably. And uh, nobody would say anything because Forza is always a thing on Xbox, right? So yeah. um, anyway, <laughs> that's what that's what I got. Um, regardless, 2023 is going to be fucking monstrous. And um, with the price point, value, Game Pass, all the other stuff they're doing, all these games dropping, wow, I think they're going to dominate gaming for 2023. The only the only one that could pose a challenge would be if the Switch launches a new console. If Nintendo launches a new console next year, I mean, if it launches next year, it'd be late next year. Yeah, you're right. Probably. Well, you know, have they the, the, haven't they launched before like March or? Yeah, like I think May? the switch was early. I think the switch was like March or April or something like that. So they could do that again, right? But I mean, we would already have it announced at this point. You think? The yeah. they will launch the earliest of launches with Zelda. Right. When is Zelda launch. coming out? Did they say? Isn't that June? Uh, yeah, I think. Or is. Is it earlier? It may be June. Yeah, that's the only thing. If if there's a new Nintendo Switch out there and you have Breath of the Wild with it and maybe uh, whatever it's set else. to launch on May May twelfth is when June when Zelda is launching. So Yeah. I, who knows? That would be the only thing, but like other than that, I mean I I think uh I think Xbox has got next year. I mean I don't I don't know if they're gonna necessarily be number one in hardware wise. Like that's not what the metric for me is for Xbox, as it really shouldn't be for anybody. If Starfield but, lands, it, it will it will be the S will be flying off the shelves of Starfield. It will be, yeah. It, yeah. But there's certain territories where it won't ever be. Number yeah, one. but as secondary as secondary console, yeah, S will be selling like crazy if Starfield hits because Bethesda's worldwide in their popularity. Yeah. So 
But I think that Game Pass sub, sub number is going to explode worldwide. <laughs> You're going to see that what predicted around 29, 30 million right now. Do you think it could like potentially get an extra 50% boost next year? 45 mil in one uh 15 15 be, mil in a year. Bit, 15 million in a year. And you got you got Forza Motorsport, Starfield, with, yeah, Redfall, with, with with family Monster game Hunter pass. Rise, family game pass. Family Game Pass will put your user base up there. Yeah, you probably potentially could do 15 million. It'll put your users up there, but it's going to lower your subscriptions. Correct, but they don't. They, that's yeah. not what we're going to hear, users, right? It's yeah. going to be. Yeah. It's going to be users. 40,000 so. 40, users. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah, if the ABK deal closes and all that gets to drop in there and all that. Diablo game. 4, Game Pass. Diablo 4, Game Pass, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could see 15. I could see it. Good for sure, yeah. Ubisoft Plus, maybe that's why they haven't announced Ubisoft Plus because they actually do have a deal. No, or Ubisoft is just so <laughs> shit work that they can't get anything out. No, they're they're. I, I'll probably tell you off camera. Okay, I, okay. I got some info on why. Oh, 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 okay, fuzz. All, right. Juicy. all those div- all those division Juicy. bug reports you send in. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you know, Chad. For, you do. Former, you guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, former division guy left yeah. and went somewhere else and oh okay he's he's definitely let let some things know but look at uh i'll, I'll just say this tencent is a big part of why we haven't heard any more about the ubisoft plus and game pass so mm, interesting and it, it may not be for the reasons you think think but okay all right got it Cool. Mm. All right. Well, right folks, can't wait to get off camera. Let's end the show. Let's go. Let's get yeah. out of here. Everybody, <laughs> have a good night. <laughs> wow, yeah. that's the shortest intro or outro <laughs> I've ever done. <laughs> well, yeah, we're for now, bro. Good to see you. Yeah, we got we got uh, up, two Xbox Infinite guys hang, hanging out right now. Uh, Risky yeah. for the biscuit, Infinite Umbra. Shout out to you guys. Biscuit. What's going on? Um, well, everybody, it's been real. Thanks for tuning in to Xbox Ultimate Podcast, Episode One Sixteen. Um. We'll get everybody out of here. Uh, start with Jasper. Jasper, uh, tell everybody where they can find you and catch some of your Midnight Sun streams and whatever else you got going on. Yeah. Uh, Lord Jasper on Twitter. Lord Master Jasper on YouTube. I was wanting to stream more, but my internet was being assy like the last <laughs> week and a half, so I didn't do that. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get back into it. I streamed Midnight Suns the other day. Check that out. And... Uh, FSP is Monday at 10 o'clock right here on the Fun Speculation, and then it's back here Friday night, 10 o'clock, Xbox Ultimate on the Fun Speculation channel. Check that out. That's where I'm at. Do that. Have fun. Uh, Thank you, sir. Fuzzy, what about you, man? Where can everybody see your Need for Speed Unbound game crash? (laughs) Uh, For anybody that wants to... uh, Well, I just want to say thank you for having me. Thanks to the uh, guys in chat and everything, and everybody catching this live or on replay. For, for any of my rambles on anything gaming related, just follow me on pretty much any social media, primarily Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, you can also find me on the shop podcast tomorrow at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time, uh, Eastern time, 6 p.m. Arizona time uh, on PTK Blam's channel uh, on Monday afternoon, uh, Xbox lunch break special on Double Barrel Gaming uh, at well, once again, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. 
And then later that evening, FSP, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Fun Speculations channel. And then on Friday morning, 10 a.m., Breakfast with Boom at, uh, yeah, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Double Barrel Gaming. And then right back here at 10 p.m. right here on Fun Speculations channel for Xbox Ultimate. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Good on you. Um, thank you as always, Fuzz. Psycho, the mellow fellow from outer space that is going to be traveling into outer space uh, next year for sure with Starfield. Uh, yes. Where can everybody find you, bro? Chat, thanks for coming out tonight. You guys are fantastic. Can't do it without you. And don't forget to get your claim your 20% off code. I think it's 20% off. Yeah, 20% off and free shipping. And free shipping with fun speculation shave them balls and so you find me social media everywhere at so i cannot say it. and you can find me on fsp mondays at 10 and here fridays at 10 o'clock uh where we actually we were kind of good tonight we did we didn't go fucking off the uh, off the wall we kind of kept no. it professional yeah a little professional a little professional yeah, a little bit a little bit you know <laughs> But yeah, um, I've been I've been playing a lot of fucking. Uh, I okay, I've been playing some uh, Death Stranding and not a fan. Um, it's it's all right, and it gets very repetitive very quickly. And uh, I put it down and playing some Game of the Year Ghost of Tsushima. Nice, um, that's awesome. Man. Um, I'm glad you got that finally, so you get to check it out. Um, Pong Soul. Dude, I know you're going to be playing some more Midnight Suns and whatever else, but uh, where, where can everybody find you, bro? I am, again, your new Marvel super fan right here, Pong Soul. Oh. Uh, it's great. Uh, it's fantastic. Everybody get out there and play Midnight Suns if you are looking for that tactical strategy. You're RPG. going dark or light? Going dark, baby. Always. <laughs> Always. Uh, and since I can't play Jean Grey, I'm making Jean Grey. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll have Phoenix by the end of it. Uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. So, but otherwise, uh, hey, tomorrow morning, you know what to do. Set the alarm. Set the reminders. Steel got a video out today. I didn't, but Steel did. You got to get ready for Living Split Screen tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time. Buckle up now. You might as well get into bed and strap yourself down and just get ready for the morning because Steel and I are going to be coming in live, raw, and uncut, as he always likes to say, for three-plus hours. And you know we're probably going to go four. So be there. Living Split Screen tomorrow morning. Split Screen is all one word. See you there. I'll have reminders out for sure in the morning. And then, of course, tomorrow night, it's the Shop Podcast over on PTK Blam's channel where I get to join my brother from another fuzzy yet again for another show tomorrow night, which is now at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 o'clock Central Time. Again, PTK Blam's channel. Be there. We have a great time. We end your Saturday night the right way with some great conversation. So uh, Shop Podcast tomorrow night. And then, of course, back at it next week uh tuesday don't know if i'll be on xbox factor podcast it's always going to be surprised if i am but you got to show up there because double barrel gaming and mr boomstick is the man and it's all good things green every tuesday 12 p.m eastern 11 o'clock central time it is the xbox factor podcast be there and then of course thursday night it is p.m in the p.m again if you didn't catch last night's show we had the one the only the myth the legend Colt Eastwood on. We had a great time with him. Great conversations. 
uh, for a couple, it was like two and a half hours last night. So go yeah. check that out. Uh, but otherwise, uh, next week, I think it is just going to be me and Mav back at it, the two-man show, every Thursday Next night. week is Saturday. the Game Awards. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Yeah, we're not going to yeah. have PM. Thank you. I told Jesus, I totally forgot. So we'll probably be having a special. Probably have the whole fam. Yeah, anybody anybody that's on the Fun Spec fams, yeah. always welcome to any of our shows. And that, yeah. that includes the Game Awards. Uh, yes, um, yes. Next, yeah, uh, we'll next be week. live streaming that. What we'll time is that? Starts at 6 p.m. Central, I think. Seven? No, 6 p.m. Eastern. I can't remember. I, th- I think it usually falls right at the, at the start. Yeah, so when right PM and the so PM. Yeah, what? so it's got to be 7 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, last, last yeah. year it ended up being like a five-hour p.m. in the p.m. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. It was yeah. It was crazy. But, uh, yeah, we'll find out whether or not Xbox is going to show up and whether or not Sony does show up. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be kind of a surprise. But there's going to be great probably new you know, obviously first time games there uh, from other people from third parties, no matter what. So 505 announced that they're going to have a announcement yes. there. Yes. And they teased it already. So yeah, join us next week for the game awards. Uh, who knows who's going to join us. It's going to be a fun time next Thursday. And then of course, a Friday night right back here. It is the golden age of gaming people. That's right. It is get out there and enjoy it. Play what you love, love what you play. Have a fantastic weekend. I'm going to talk to y'all real soon tomorrow morning. Mav, back to you. Appreciate it, Pong. And uh, we got a super chat from Vic the Click for $5. Of course. Amazing episode, as always. I'm at the bar, but it's home. Miss you, Psycho. Um, tell all those people subscribe too, to buddy. this channel and tell all those people to subscribe to Living Split Screen, yeah. Vic. Get yeah. them all. Vic, get them all drunk. Us. Get them dr- get them drunk, you know, Grab and their then phones, say, pull up their YouTube. And then say, and get them to buy a Series S. And get them hooked on Xbox and tell them that this this podcast is the one to listen to. And have them sign up for Manscaped. Yeah. 20% off. Yeah. If, you, if, if you could promote the Fun Speculation <laughs> discount code at the bar right now for everybody's balls and you and video re- record that, that would mm-hmm. be fucking incredible, bro. The drunk-ass Vic promoting Fun Speculation ball-shaving codes at the bar. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Um, shout out to Alvin member for five months um appreciate you as always alvin as well it says amazing show tonight gents yeah um amazing chat tonight um you guys rocked uh as well very hype for the show tonight so big says he's not getting in a fight over his balls <laughs> not getting a fight over your balls <laughs> come on hey ladies get there shave your balls. Well, look at this what do you think this is manscaped right here you Just could show them off Vic. Vic, you know you know a way to guarantee a fight is if you got some of the ball deodorant or crop reviver and you started offering free samples in the bar <laughs> uh free demos you know um just go around and just randomly start putting Free so let, me, let me slap some of this on your balls. Hey, can I see your free, balls, sir? Free I'm going to spray some crop reviver on you and going to smell them and see the before and after. We'll have a, how about have a smell test? Have uh, have like five guys balls on the table and have oh one, of them, one of them with the, with the ball reviver on it with the ball deodorant and the one of them with the crop um, reviver. And then, uh, and then have like some other guy like go around and smell all the other balls. And then, and then they it can says say it's not that ones, kind of bar. Ones, and then oh, when you okay. go to jail after sexually assaulting five people, you can ask all the prisoners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get manscaped. Yeah, come on. Mm-hmm. All right, Vic. Yeah, have a good one. <laughs> You're no fun, Vic. Fun killer. Yeah. You can just put me on speakerphone. I'll do it for you, Vic.
No, yeah, we'll okay. sell it right now. Just tell everybody, listen up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got an important announcement. <laughs> right on. Hey, everybody. No, for real, I appreciate you all. Um, have a good one. Take it easy. We'll, we'll have uh, Game Awards ne- next week. PM and the PM will be a yeah. special show. As well as uh, we'll have FSP Monday, Xbox Ultimate Friday, and then some more game streams. Don't know exactly what yeah. I'll, I'll stream, but it's always a thing. So just tune in. Yeah, it's four days before my birthday, so... Yeah. yeah. Ooh, nice. Nice. Nice birthday stream slash watch Xbox doesn't fucking show motherfuckers. Well, you yeah. got a smaller mini fridge. Yeah. It, uh, what I was joking about on on X on uh sorry on primetime gaming was they're gonna show all the multiplat games that they have. They're gonna show <laughs> they're gonna show uh Elder Scrolls uh online, they're gonna show Fallout 76, they're gonna yep. show Minecraft Legends. Yep. <laughs> ESO yeah, Elder Scrolls Online, Fallout 76, yeah, Minecraft Legends. And is there anything else they have that's multi-plat? No. They'll show off a new controller, too. Yeah. Gotta have a new controller. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Special games Game Awards controller. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> With Keeley's face. Oh, it'd be amazing. Peace out, everyone. Take it easy. Later. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye.